Hey, Mommy. It's me, Honor. I know you probably saw who the guest is on this episode. And I remember, like, how we really got in that big fight last time we talked about him. So please don't be mad. Just listen with an open heart if you're listening, Jeremy Fred. I'm really sorry if I disappointed you guys. But you gotta just have an open heart and open mind. I once posted a picture of our distinguished guest today a picture of him talking on TV and a picture of me and then a picture of Matthew. Like we were all in the same room talking and my mom said, who is that? And I just said, I said, Curtis Jarvin. Then she responded, three little dots, dot, 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 on Instagram, dot, 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 nothing. Five minutes later, message, honor, we have a big problem. Apparently, or unless like the web brain updates, like a meme account blocked me. Like I, it was like follow back question mark. And then well, I no, there it. was a situation. Remember, like Skits Dadman blocked us like no. a while ago. Don't remember. There's a Skits Dadman who blocked us, and then um, we took. Care well, of our it. Minecraft server is popping off. If you're a subscriber to the show, if you pay us on Patreon, you can play with us on Minecraft on the web brain world. It's a really beautiful world. It's kind of like filled with like mutual aid and stuff. I'm like, it's kind of making me communist. Just like real life. Just like real life. Um, <laughs> when you get turned in, when you get turned into a commie because of uh, when you play so much Minecraft that your heart just like that your heart grows like two sizes or whatever. Like What's the, it called when the Grinch's heart grows? Yeah. It's like it's like Honor played Minecraft and her heart grew and grew and so did Matthew. Bro, like we were harvesting from like the like um the collective collective farming fields. Like mm-hmm. what is it called in like communism when you have the collective farming? What's the thing that Grimes is like collective farming is not the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> it was like that and Matthew and I were harvesting and we were like, This is actually the vibe. Yeah. And then we take half of the wheat well, and we put it Grimes in the box. believes in like a fully automatic or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Fully automatic. But that's actually how it is on Minecraft. And it's beautiful, but like you do have to do a lot of manual labor. Mm-hmm. And like I was harvesting the fields with Massey, and then we put half of the wheat in the box, and then we took half of the wheat for ourselves that's and turned it into being, bread, and then put the bread in the box. And I was like, wow, like only on this Minecraft world could this really work. But honestly, Matthew, he was like, wow, like this is awesome. And then um, the Urbit Minecraft account, like they got the gold block and put it at the top of a new cross, like on top of the wow. new building. Oh, and it's gorgeous. It looks good. It's gorgeous. I need to download Minecraft. Yeah, I played and Minecraft, we're building an angel like, in Minecraft the first year too. It came out back in the day. Did nice. you see that email I sent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was legit. It says like, "Dear Walter, it's 2011. <laughs> Thank you for downloading it's like, Minecraft. Dear Walter, it's 2011. Thank you for downloading Minecraft. Please never do drugs and yeah. please do not like start casting. Yeah. <laughs> please, whatever please. you do. <laughs> Don't, don't try oxycodone. Yeah, wait. And don't do a podcast. That's my ride home. That's what I used to say when the like an ambulance passed. You know, yeah, yeah. That's like when you used to like uh, do like lighter tricks, like light your hand on fire and stuff. No, I I would be too scared. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Well, I remember like Justin Bieber was like being interviewed, and the ladies are. <laughs> 
And he's like, I like that laugh. <laughs> and like imitates him. <laughs> I want to get no, that. My friend just sent me. That um, kid. And I was like, wait, that's Justin Bieber. My, <laughs> my friend just sent me a Justin Bieber um, like video of him covering fast car. <laughs> Bro. And then another one of him singing some like weird. Can like, you play the fast car cover right evangelical now? evangelical song you know like yeah, a rock yeah. song yeah i like when he was like he visited the Sistine chapel and he's like yeah i visited the 16 chapel he said 16 yeah he he is some good jesus posting though yeah he's god is obsessed with you yeah that's good that's so good yeah that's good that's, that's good like, because like so many people like are obsessed Soph with him wants to be honestly why are you saying that on the podcast while recording it's fine she can listen to this i'll say it to her face too Sorry, she wants to be Justin Bieber. Sorry, I forgot it's such a sensitive subject for you. What? Be trying to be Justin Bieber? Yeah. No, no, no. Just like, See, no, we just not supposed to say other people's names on the podcast. Honor is one of those people that likes to, um, she like creates whole new types of people and then gets mad at them.
Bro, there, who like the publicist and like media chose like and she even went to staten island to his like favorite like yeah. just because his dad died on 9-11 doesn't mean he's like mm-hmm. doesn't he mean he's like america's own boy mm-hmm. um yeah. but you like that meme i made of you was a picture of pete davidson i was like gonna tell my kid this is walter <laughs> who else would make it it's because originally i had a bunch of memes of pete davidson but like i put down the saturation and like up the structure and like like overlaid some like pictures of like a pine tree forest and darkness and i was like gonna tell my kids this is jack donahue <laughs> <laughs> this is a long time ago long uh-huh. imagine like having the voice of an angel like that he has like a very weird way of singing but i like it he's like what's her name tracy chapman that he sounds like a girl and she sounds like a guy mm. i'm gonna buy this car Wait, which one is that? That's him? The original one. And then... No, the That's a good song. It's so sad. It's like... It's actually about... It's a really sad song, yeah. It's like... I listened to it a lot in high school when we would drive really fast, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Curtis? Hello. What up, King? What's going on? Not much. Uh, are we doing audio or video here? What's the uh, yeah? We're doing vid- we're doing audio. If that's cool, just audio. That's great. Um, because uh, that means I don't need to improve my background. Hang on one sec. Let me uh, let me switch my um, switch audio sources. Um, no, not there. Um, the um, sec. Do this. I can do this. I can do this. Let's get the sound. All right. Can you hear me? Okay. Wow! Wow! wow. How do you right, do it's that? Like I just stepped in the metaverse. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you sound mad good now. Yeah. What do you yeah, do? Yeah. Yeah. I used a. Uh, it's just I switched from my AirPods Pro to a uh, Scarlett 212 uh, USB uh, microphone with its own little uh, ampy thing. Wow. That's like um, one of the professional yeah. Go product. off, King. Do you, have a, yeah. do you have the like the AirPods that go over your head? Um, no, I don't have those, although uh, you know they're said to be really, really heavy, but they're also said to be very, very uh, Yeah, very, I heard that cool. when the beat drops on those. Like, I'm afraid uh, to use AirPods. They make me feel like I'm going to get mind controlled or something. Like mm-hmm. I don't like having Bluetooth in my head. Because they're that close to your brain and yeah. they're actually mm-hmm. sending signals. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Like Apple's probably sending mad stuff, and they're like, "You want those new over ear ones? They're mad <laughs> dope." <laughs> oh, damn, those be hitting. That's yeah. why I'm thinking. Well, I mean, they do, they do write they do write the audio codecs, so um, they could certainly very easily put uh, subliminal messages in in all your music. Um, yeah, and uh, I'm really sensitive to subliminal messages. messages and stuff. Yeah. Like, I feel like a little bit of an ad for something. I'm more I'm buying it. Yeah, Honor gets <laughs> subliminal messages when they don't even exist. So if <laughs> if it does exist, then I mean, I assume she's pretty susceptible. Got um, it. Are we recording it? Is yeah, this yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're rolling. Yeah. Okay. We're doing this. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're doing, doing this. We're doing yeah. this. Are we actually live on the internet? Or we- no, 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 we're, not, we're live. not live. It's just like uh, right. we're recording into our box. Wait, let me go get uh, liquid because like my mouth water. is all, yeah. Can you introduce yourself for honors doing that? Um, yeah, I'm Curtis Yarvin. Uh, I blog at graymirror.substack.com. That's gray with an A, the American way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I used to be known as uh, Mitch's Mole Bug, my former uh, pseudonym from Unqualified Reservations. So uh, I'm basically a blogger. I'm a humble internet intellectual from the uh, the zeros. I'm a Gen Xer. 
um, you know, that's uh, that's my identity. We love Gen Xers. Mm-hmm. We, I think Gen Xers are like like Gen Xers have a lot more in common than with Zoomers than Millennials. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've noticed this. I've noticed this in some of my adventures in uh, dating Millennials. Um, <laughs> um, um, it's really it's a very problematic generation. I yeah, mean, they have a lot to offer, but you know that should really be you know the prime of someone's life. And um, but you know just it's a it's. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it's such a problematic generation because this the stuff that. Like, if you're a reasonably cool Zoomer, you know, there's a lot of this stuff. And I see this even more in my 13-year-old daughter. Like, this shit was already stale by the time you were old enough to even try to understand it. Yeah. But it was still kind of fresh for, for the millennials. You know, it's like the millennial perspective is basically because I went to Brown, which is a very good school. Um, I, I was a legacy admit at Brown, actually. Uh-huh. Um, because I, I, cause I went to Brown, which is a very good school, where I was a legacy admit. Um, I um, graduated in 1992, and sort of what I observed over the years was that the culture of Brown in 1992 would sort of gradually spread outward and downward to the rest of the world. And um, first, you know, through the rest of colleges, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So at Brown, for example, in 1992, we had the whole, there was the whole, like, list of rapist men scrawled in the women's mm-hmm. bathroom thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that was very... Did you ever make like, it on? <laughs> I, of course not. I, I, I never raped. First of all, I, I never rape. And secondly, you know, besides the fact that I never rape, um, I never raped then. If only because um, um, I was a, um, you know... Uh, I graduated in, uh, from Brown when I was 18, so I was a total nerd virgin there. Uh-huh. Um, cool. Which I still am deep inside. I really am a nerd virgin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, these days they'll throw you on the rape bathroom list even if you're a nerd virgin. That's like who they target. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. And in 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 the thing is, you know, there's this nice concept of the the unwanted sexual advance, which is sort of so uh, wonderful. I think that Camille Paglia points out that basically. The entire concept of sort of normal human courtship involves usually male transgression of boundaries. And so, um, you know, because if you're cool, of course, you know when it's wanted or not. And so naturally, the people who um, know when it's wanted or not are the alpha chads. And the people who don't know whether it's wanted or not are the virgin nerds. And the safest thing really to do as a virgin nerd is not do anything. In fact, there's a story. You can go out on the Internet and find this. This is from a friend of mine, really wonderful person, a guy named Scott Aronson. And Scott Aronson is uh, the world's leading expert, arguably, in quantum computing. He he would disagree with that characterization. He's certainly the world's best quantum computing blogger. He's a professor at UT Austin. And he posted a few years ago this, and he's married and has, I believe, one, either one or two children. Uh, It's embarrassing that I forget this. Um, And he posted this story a few years ago about how basically he found the situation he was in where he's in grad school and sort of all of the women around him are women that could in some way tell on him. And he's basically like he was thinking very, very seriously of solving this problem by going to a doctor and getting some kind of chemical castration injection that would permanently eliminate his sex drive. Yeah, literally. I, I think I think it's chemical. I don't even know if he was thinking chemical. He's basically like, you know, my desire to get it on with girls is basically risking all of the things that I love and care about being, you know, mainly quantum computing. 
Um, but also, I mean, he's a very he's a very thoughtful guy. Even though he's a liberal, that's why we can hang out. But um, <laughs> the um, um, you know that basically, I mean, his, and his admission of this was just incredibly brave and incredibly strong and like incredibly moving because basically all like nerd guys who have no natural kind of Chad powers have totally experienced the sentiment Mm -hmm. and they've never quite gone as far as that. Unfortunately, he did not actually do this, but like, you know, yeah, that's like, you know, it's just retarded. I mean, you know, people like that often kill themselves instead. That's pretty common. Um, I like, uh, I wonder, I, I don't think, Sorry, go on. No, I was just saying, I wonder with, like, my little brother, for example, he's, like, nine. I think he just turned 19, and, like, that's, like, the generation that, like, like, did do those kids now experience any normal, like, uh, like, sexual, like, what you were saying, like, rejection or, like, you know, going out and, like, chasing girls in, like, a healthy way? Because, like, well, I feel like they learn that, like, everything is rape. Well, I think there's more hope yeah, for yeah, a 19-year-old than us. Mm-hmm. Everything is basically rape, and and it depends what social group. I mean, what like is your little brother a nerd? Is he a jock? I don't uh, know. Is he he's like, like a trench coat with, psycho. With, he's not trench coat quite, but you know, with the, like with that age, I think also the, a lot of those lines are more blurred than before. Like a lot of the, yeah. like I noticed even with my brother, like all the cool kids like played Minecraft. Like none well, of the yeah. cool kids played Minecraft when or I was. Or I don't a kid. know. If we're even talking about like trench coat. Like Eric and Dylan were not in the trench coat mafia. They were just normal, know, popular. Know, they were like popular kids. And the trench coat <laughs> mafia, um, like I don't know, like it existed in three different schools. Uh-huh. And there's all this stuff about it being like a you know like a CIA type yeah, yeah, operation yeah, 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 yeah. stuff. Thank but there's you, was... thank you, thank you, thank you, Miss Columbine Buff. No, 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 <laughs> no not in that way. When this happened, uh, <laughs> were you alive then? Um, it was '99. You were alive. So yeah, I was two. You, you know, were two. Yeah, I was yeah. four. Wow. Wow. Yeah, wow. yeah, I wow. was the. So I was the third shooter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had incredible mother yeah, right. skills I mean, for my age. So, yeah. You know, even this, even this event, which you know, this stupid event, you know, for me, like, um, still, I guess I was in my twenties then, so it still maybe has some sort of holiness you know but 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 for you, you can only deride it, and as as this thing that's just been like turned into kitsch right it's just like um, kitsch everywhere and, i don't even know if and, it's kitsch i think it's uh i think there's like a whole revival of uh you know the new yeah a new yeah hist- right right of a revival of a revival of anything is kitsch by definition you know it's it's like no one can revive anything seriously and and like so i'll tell you actually as as, as zoomers i'll give you the you know my my daughter is fairly close to your age mm-hmm. and she's 13 and, um, I mean, she's I a lot cooler a, um, than us. We yeah, met her. She's much cooler than yeah. us. That's a very that's a very dangerous age. And I'll tell you my strategy for basically raising kids in this mm-hmm. insane world. That was one of our big questions. Whatever you want them to believe, they have to go. If they have any like talent or ambition or anything at all, they have to go through a stage of being nihilists. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, the way you get them to be nihilist is actually very, very easy in this day, day and age. You just send them to school and they have to, like, basically suck down this shit, which um, they, like, was basically, I mean, it was at Brown in 1992. Was it cool? Nah. It was, like, clearly not as cool as it had been in the 60s. But it's also been like a long time since 1992. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the thing is basically there's a sort of the word staleness like 
you know, it sort of means an effect, but it describes a cause and the cause is just time. And so you're trying to basically teach these kids that like stuff that was cool to their like grandma is cool. Uh-huh. And, you know, like basically the, the approach that we took with our kids was basically to not reveal um, at all that I or we had any interest in politics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I read your homeschooling like Uncle yeah. Yar. Just like completely, like, completely neutral. And so, you know, the result of sort of being, which is now, yeah, this is, I mean, it was impossible to sustain as, as my daughter got a little older. But, um, well, because she just learned Google or whatever, right? Well, no, actually, I'll tell you a funny story, which is <laughs> that when um, she was eight, she was home and um, she was a little bit sick. And I was downstairs talking to my co-founder on the phone and she was upstairs using the computer and suddenly I hear this yell from upstairs and it's my daughter and she's saying, Pa, do you know you have a Wikipedia page? (laughs) (laughs) So I throw the phone on the bed. I run upstairs two, two, two steps at a time. I get to my daughter and I'm like, so I'm sorry. You know that when we let you... I'm making all this up on the fly. I'm like, Sybil, I'm sorry. You know that when we let you use the internet, you know there's a lot of inappropriate material on the internet. And she's like, yes, because she already feels that she's in trouble. And I'm like, Sybil, I'm sorry. This is an important rule. We, we forgot to tell you this rule, but it's really important about the internet. It's really inappropriate to read about your parents. <laughs> Yeah, I'm definitely going to need to install that rule. Uh, and and uh, so so that rule, um, um, you know, that 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 I, as far as I know, that rules remain. These are these uh, because uh, these children are related to my late wife. They're real rule followers. And mm-hmm. um, the um, um, the, you know, and so as far as I know, that rule sort of remained. And so sort of various like pieces, whenever you're trying to, you know, you never sort of can quite completely tell the truth to children, depending on their age, you always have to kind of simplify the world a bit. And then like sort of little pieces of reality will kind of blink through that simplification. And you're like, oh, shit, man, I guess she knows that, you know. And <laughs> uh, so eventually this played through. But, uh, you know, the moment actually, then this was really before it happened, the moment where it really bled through was um, we bought, we moved um, from San Francisco to Alameda, which is kind of an inner ring suburb of the Bay Area and bought a place in Alameda. And what we bought had been the house of um, a couple in their 50s who had, as far as we could tell, suffered lesbian bed death. Mm -hmm. And now, considering the previous owners of this house, it was really not bad in terms of weight decor, but in the bathroom... It had all this, like, kind of Mediterranean tile with, like, Mexican-colored tiles, um, you know, sort of out of, like, do you know the film, like, Water for Chocolate? Yeah. It was very, like, Water for Chocolate. I, I feel that that may have been their first date, like, Water for Chocolate. <laughs> and and uh, so this was all good. This was all, this was all fine. It was acceptable. It was not what I would have chosen, but it was in reasonable taste. But in the shower, there's, like, this motif of tiles. And in the center tile, there's this um, yellow smiley face and my daughter walks into this bathroom generally approving of the house and she goes in the bathroom and she looks at this and i don't think she swore but like like she wouldn't have sworn but this accurately expresses the amount of contempt in her voice she's like 
this hippie shit has got to go. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's when you were like, damn, we nailed it. And, and, and we indeed pried out that tile, right? You know, and, and so, you know, she's just like super, like, you know, the problem with her is you have to get her to watch her power level. You're like civil mm-hmm. people are based, but they're not that based, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, she was and, telling me how know, she wishes she could go to Cotillion. And I was like, wow, like my yeah. parents use that as a threat. They were like, oh, they were no, like, we're going right. to send you to Cotillion. But now I wish... And I believe so. Like, I love yeah, manners. Yeah, we hung out with her. Yeah, for a hung bit. out with her for a long time. Oh, cool, cool, cool. We were yeah, chilling. Yeah, we were yeah, talking yeah. about um, yeah. fashion and stuff because she wants to start the. She was going around photographing different people's outfits, which I thought was a really cool thing to do because there were some crazy outfits at assembly. Nice. Um, nice, nice. And then nice. she was uh, the fact that she didn't know what Brandy Melville was was um was a very very encouraging brandy melville is an italian um fashion company it's like a teen girl it's for tween girls uh, but they, they recently one size. They, yeah so they're one size fits all but like the, their um t-shirts like the brand of t-shirt that you go in even though it's a brandy melville store it's called right. john galt because the founders are huge Ayn Rand fans. That's um, hilarious. <laughs> which like, it makes a lot of sense. Like one size fits all. Uh, right. You know, right, like right, uh, right, right. there's like all, all these like Hamptons. Also one uh, size fits all, but the size that fits all is very small. <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> right. It's right, not like, right, it's right. not like a inclusive. Well, that's like, because thing, you know? people get mad about it, but it is for tween girls. Mm-hmm. It's for, yeah. it's for 11 year olds to 14 year old girls, which yes, there's yeah, many different sizes. Kind of, of that but my like, daughter over that entirely uh-huh. like she has that she she's a you know she's a like thrift store shopper yeah. she's like you know but if she has, has any uh, you know like anti hippie anti hippie yeah. or like naturally like 13 year old fascist leanings she probably would be <laughs> uh, a huge fan of it but she told me she's more into unif and uniqlo that's cool. Yeah. Which yeah, yeah. Um, this, these were these were also her to her to her mother's taste which i think well. is a lot so cooler she, yeah, she has. She she's she really she she uh, you know, it's very difficult uh, to be a thirteen year old who mm-hmm. aspires to be a grown up. But uh, mm-hmm. she's working on it, and her many uh, such cases. Her, and and her writing is excellent. Her writing is like you know, uh, uh, it's got to be as good as mine was at her age. So you know, like I'm I'm like I'm like everyone who sees this stuff are like, damn, you know, it's like she um, um she read in because uh, we were driving across the country, in which time. I guess on the way back, she read three Edith Wharton novels. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she got into uh, Vanity Fair, uh, you know, Vanity Fair, the book that mm-hmm. is, and read that. And then she wanted to, uh, she's write a review of uh, Vanity Fair, um, which she did for her homeschool. And she writes this review, and it's like, it's a little scattered, but it's like very, like, you know, like, it would be maybe a little scattered for like a freshman essay at Yale, but like the, the teacher would be like, yeah, there's a lot of promise here. Um, and it also sort of interestingly mixed this girlfriend who was breaking up with at the time with the character of Becky Sharp. Made me so lonely but... as a tween. Cause I so badly wanted to be part of, you know, like a part of a group of young people. And... Yeah. Yeah, what do you what what would you what would you suggest for someone like that? I mean, she's doing like CTY, which helps a little bit if you know about that. What is that? Um, it's like smart smart kid camp. Oh, oh okay. Because you went to um, the what's it called uh, that math camp for smart kids? Yeah, like yeah America's same thing, last same thing. America's uh, last uh, 
last grasp to you know about like before. Uh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. now the Chinese yeah, have um, have like 15 different versions of that right now, like studies for, you know, like a athletically yeah, precocious youth. Um, but they also have this thing that's called like the blue children. So they go around <laughs> and they're recruiting the blue children. That's so Aldous Huxley. I yes, it really is so Ender's great. game. It is Ender's game. And they're trying to um, they're trying to it's like a camp for kids and they're trying to give them psychic powers, you know, teach, psychic powers. They're trying to teach the kids how to play a game, which will eventually play the world. Uh-huh. Um, We're already in this, it. this is the this is the Chinese government. That is doing yeah. This? yeah, yeah, yeah. It might That's just be, a, a, you know, a myth that they're putting out there. But the fact that like putting out there, it sounds a little I, I mean, you know, I know those guys are based, but I mean, <laughs> are they that based? Uh, you know, it's, hard it's to not say. really clear to me. It's hard to say. Keep it under wraps. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty scared of them. I'm pretty scared of them. No, they don't. And uh, they have the. They really have. They really keep the media in line. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Um, but you know, like the Canada America Math Camp. The what America? It's called Canada America Math Camp, and some of the researchers that were part of your um math uh, kid thing, they started that, and that's where like Vitalik and the founders of Coinbase all went. Right. And uh, right, they have right. like a like a program where kids are supposed to create their own language. So they created, uh-huh. I don't know, I was thinking if I was 13, <laughs> I would like love to go there. Yeah, it's yeah, like my dream. <laughs> yeah, I only went yeah, to, yeah, I went to rock yeah. and roll camp for girls and, you know, <laughs> study the history uh, of daughter, a my, riot girl. My daughter did that once. Uh, uh, are you a coastal kid in honor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you know. well, you're a Jew, obviously. Uh, no, half so. Jewish, but, you know, I converted uh, to Catholicism. Uh-huh. Half Jewish is the best. You know, Michelin, yeah, we were right, talking you know, about Mischling. Yeah, one of my first uh, Gmail Gchat usernames was like Girl 97 <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> um, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, if you're not half Jewish, you're going to have to work a little harder to, you know, be part of anything. Walter's half Jewish, too. And so are you. And so Sam Frank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I I have an even better, I have an even better mixed story because um, my my father is, of course, uh, you know, fully Jewish. And uh, he's sort of, I mean, what's odd about my father is that he's completely Ashkenazi, but (laughs) anyone would mistake him for a Sephardic Jew. In fact, he looks like like a cross... Between very Chad, very Chad, especially as a philosophy grad student, he has this huge like Chechen, Chechen like beak of a nose, not like a curled Viennese Jewish nose, like a really a hill Jew nose, and uh, he sort of looks like a cross between like Ralph Nader and Muammar al Gaddafi. Wow. And once while he was posted as a diplomat to Nigeria, he was mistaken for a Nigerian by a Nigerian. Okay, so this is how this is like the this is the level of of like of sick, right? You know, extremely sick, and 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 this is the level of Jew in my family. This is a very deep Jew, right? So, uh, you know, my father uh, goes to college and winds up at Brown and mates with a Brown undergraduate from Westchester County, and uh, you know, produces me. And I don't know if you've seen any pictures of me, but I have a lot of hair, but it's like straight hair. It's not like the full Jufro, right? Of mm-hmm. course, my father has the full Jufro, and then you know, I have. Um, two children you know one of whom you've met and what's odd is that even though they have the same mother basically one of them is a jew and one is an Aryan. so you <laughs> met the jewish run right you know mm-hmm. and um the Aryan is um uh he uh would look perfectly natural in a hitler youth poster um he is actually a jock he's a competitive soccer player wow um and and he's just like his name could be hans 
And you know, this is this is partly because my late wife was so German that if she was in, even though she was from Ohio, she was of completely German blood, and so she would be in like random third countries like Taiwan or something. People would just start speaking German to her because she looked so German. I mean, I feel like basically our, our understanding of race has just atrophied so much that we just we have this idea of the white race as if anyone in Europe couldn't instantly tell a Welshman from a German, mm-hmm. right? And that's race. I mean, you know, and that's I mean. I think that's yeah, the sort of thing Yeah, and I think the closer Walter and I get to having our own children, the more uh, we think about race. The more you start to think about race. Yeah. And, and what I'd like to call critical critical race theory. Yes, yes. Um, my my fiancé is, um, is like, is Russian. And she, but Polish. She, she, well, she did it, yeah, she mm. did a 23. Well, you know, Russian, Poland, obviously, especially back then, it's like, it's just a ma- mashup. Uh, right. But I mean, but she, yeah, a, that doesn't. She did a. 23 and me or whatever and it was i've never seen anyone's results look like this it's like 99.99 percent mm-hmm. russian polish or whatever you know it's like there's nothing right. uh just you, pure pure slavic pure like, slavic you know. yeah but you know it's just yeah. funny because it's like they the way they think like her parents for example the way they think of race is just like so different than like how americans do and because you're like no a, they think yeah, how do they, they think, think of it as like bloodline, like it doesn't yeah. matter like what piece of plastic you have in your in your wallet, right? You know, who are your people, who are you who are you descended from? Mm-hmm. And yeah, like you know. But I mean Pol- a Polish like Jew, in- a Polish Jew and uh and a Lithuanian Jew are more closely genet- genetically related than like, like th- than like th- two Polish white people. They think of me sure. like you know, they think of me as like foreign to them as they would think of like a black person or a like Chinese person. Right. You know what I mean? Because right. as a, it's just yeah, a as opposed more... to like the American version, which is like me and them are the yeah, same. Yeah, but you know? Walter's a right. he's a casting agent for models and his um fiance uh, among other things happens to be uh, among other talents uh, happens to be a very gorgeous model and i was reading about how like why russian women are the most beautiful yeah and they, they said, know how to make them and over they there said for real. because um after like you know world war ii and world war one they lost so many young men that the young men who existed only bred with the most beautiful women <laughs> and that's why they're the most beautiful women in the world there, a lot is, of them, but also is, Swedish. I, there's like the Swedish myth that um, yeah. that the Vikings went around and you know pillaged and just took the most beautiful from each uh, from each other country. I think that's very. I think that's very possible. I mean, I, you know, the question of whether science will uh, will confirm it is is unclear to me. But uh, science I mean, has certainly confirmed the, a lot of very radical things about you know critical race theory in in recent years. Yeah, um, the Russian stuff is the, really funny because it's like a lot of the stuff. Like you, a lot of stories she tells me, you're it like sounds like a like made up Russian story. Like the, for example, the reason her great 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 grandma settled down in Nizhny Novgorod, which is the city they're from, is because she broke her leg while visiting there. Because she was stayed. on her way to the to the best women's college. You know, she's yeah, got that high IQ. Yeah. But she's like the one like special women's college yeah. in Russia. And then she broke her Poland leg in the city to. and was like, okay, I'll just stay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I was no, thinking a lot no. about like lineage and like. Uh, like when I was hanging out at assembly, I was at this table of just the people with the highest power levels I had ever I had ever met, you know, young kids under 30 who are galaxy owners, you know, like real like kings mm-hmm. of this new world. And I was like, OK, like what are all of you people? Because there must be like some divine right. Like, like obviously I'm just a Jew, you know, here to, you know, be a merchant and storyteller and you're all, all of your presence. But like what like like what like what do you what can I trace you guys back to or else like, or else you guys are just of the devil uh-huh. <laughs> and have no right to be doing this. But I don't know if you hang out in New York, you meet a couple, uh, 
couple aristocrats and, you know, deposed royalty, but, but I don't know. Sorry, go ahead, Curtis. A, a pol- I mean, uh, you know, a, a, a Polish aristocrat is more related to a French aristocrat than to a Polish peasant, mm-hmm. let alone the, um, you know, let alone the Jews. I mean, you know, there's uh, this guy, uh, Greg Cochran, who's a kind of a polymath who's done um, a lot of work in human genomics, or as some call it, critical race theory. I mean, to me, mm-hmm. that's really the same thing. I mean, 23andMe is a critical race theory company. Yeah, my parents won't um, let me and, do it because they're afraid of, uh, they're afraid, you know, us getting on the Jew list. But I'm <laughs> the like, Jew huh. list, that's right, that's right. They have, I'm sure they have a secret database that's mm-hmm. like a whole separate, like, rack of computers. Yeah, and my CEO, Jewish family, they go over you know. this whole fantasy. They're like, if we were in the Holocaust, like, we would store you away at a, at a convent and like, and, and <laughs> so nobody would weird. ever know, nobody that would is, ever know you're Jewish. And then so years weird. later, the, um, the rabbis would come and they would, what's that, what's that prayer that, you know, you sing to Jewish babies like they would sing that prayer and and the and the people at the convent would say no no there are no Jews here but you would start crying because you're in your jeans you would remember I mean yeah we oh. have we have whole fantasies it's a Jewish uh, thing. that's why I say I'm more is, Jewish than is, you that is that is a uh, you know, um, uh, that is that is an amazing that is an amazing beautiful fantasy. Anyway, Greg Cochran has this line which is pretty funny which is that um, the uh, average um uh, Medieval peasant knew more about human population genomics than the average present-day anthropologist. <laughs> and right. when you basically when you basically apply like medieval pennant, and you know he means you know to be fair, mm. he means like the like low grade of anthropologists, right? You know, like like not not physical anthropologists, but uh, you know, um, or molecular ones. But you know, when you basically look at, for example the question of, you know, wow, uh, I see Polish aristocrats are more related to French aristocrats than um, than to Polish peasants. Of course, the peasants are going to see that sort of instantly. And, you know, if you're in the modeling business, it's like if you look at, you know, there's clearly such a thing as like princess face, which mm-hmm. is the result mm-hmm. of like many generations of breeding for like basically princess qualities. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just get these very, very finely sculpted features, mm-hmm. um, very fair skin. You find this in aristocracies all around the world. And this is what they breed for if they're doing a lot of sexual selection. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's upstairs and downstairs ca- face. Every single person you meet, you can tell if they have upstairs or downstairs face. But the most beautiful people have both upstairs and downstairs face. You can't tell. Well, how would you, that is so interesting. How would you define? Too. Yeah, exactly. Casting that is. How would you define honor? How would you define upstairs and downstairs face? Um, sort of can guess what you mean, but I'm not sure. Well, I don't know if you've watched Downton Abbey. Uh, I do know. Oh, I get it. I get it. Yeah. If you yeah, watch Downton yeah, Abbey, I, I think there's like a very like uh, there's like the lowest level like kitchen cook Irish girl. Like she hot. has like she has a very like mousy. Right, right. She has a very mousy face. And right, it's like it's mice. It's actress, mice and rats. So it's rats are right. the upstairs face because you know the rat king and stuff. And then there's mice are the downstairs. I got right. this. Well, I mean, no. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I mean, H.G. Wells predicts this in the time machine, right? He sees a separation into Morlocks and Eloy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, basically, it's really hard. I mean, you know, this is our kind of fundamental political conflict in the first in the 21st century, like Morlocks versus Eloy. And it's really like when you're fi- when you look at sort of Morlocks versus Eloy, like you're, you have to be filled with great sympathy because like the Eloy's perception of the Morlocks is that they are Morlocks and it's true they are Morlocks and then the Morlocks perception of Eloy is that they're fucking Eloy as they are and, and, mm-hmm. and I mean know, it's Hutu and Tutsi of, 
Yeah, exactly. And each side sort of has the, you know, each side hates the other for the reasons that, you know, usually for the best reasons for hating it, sometimes for the worst reasons for hating it. And, you know, it's like you're, you look at both of these sides and it's like you're not, you're not wrong about your adversaries, but, you know, probably what you're doing is still not very useful anyway. But, like, that, that sort of symmetry is so, it's like, and, and it's like, you know, when you are someone who is from an aristocratic cultural background, for example, if you were to be a Brown University legacy admit, mm-hmm. um, and then you become disaffected with many of the cultural tropes of your own people and many of the political tropes of your own people, um, you know, do you climb down the well and join the Morlocks? I mean, uh, I don't you know, can see you know, downward mobility, not just in tattoos, but you can see it in people's cheekbones. And it's really a tragic it, thing to see in downtown New York. <laughs> like, 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 what, what, like low cheekbones? I'm not sure. There's like, just a look. There's just a look. There's an ape like look. I mean, there's, yeah, it's, it's stop trying to be something else. And I, I don't know. My boyfriend and I talk a lot about, um, talk a lot about how there used to be, like, you know, like there used to be like a real lin- like in like poets like their parents uh happened to be like or i don't know like proust his uh dad was the most famous chemist in france and like mm-hmm. or um who who's that singer he's like the he's a singer who's very very famous he's not bruce springsteen he's come on come on guys i know I mean, you know it. that's that could be a lot of people. it's not bruce springsteen it's like he's the most famous it's not neil diamond it's he's Is howard he french He's American. He's Howard Stern's friend. Um, he sings with veterans. <laughs> he's like an American wow, singer. Really, yeah. Well, whatever. Uh, he's like, he's like far the, afield from my. He's like the most famous singer in America. This is more my wheelhouse. And he, I don't and he know doesn't what. make any more new music. Um, and his like his um, grandfather was like dur- like right before the rise of Nazi Germany was like the most successful uh, Jewish industrialist in Germany, or I don't know, like your parents, they were academics or diplomats or something. You know, once you have kids, you see the like thousand ways in which basically heredity breeds true. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the earliest forms of critical race theory in humans came from the farm. Mm -hmm. You know, people looked at the farm and they saw that two pigs produced another pig. And that pig looked like sort of like a mix, I guess, of the parents and, you know, they're like, hey, maybe humans are like that. And then they noticed that humans were often kind of like their parents, too. And as a parent, you see, you know, these strange pieces of mixes of, you know, it's not just really crude things like intelligence and height and, you know, facial structure. But it's also, you know, you'll see subtle aspects of personality, like how much of a sort of rule-following person right. is this person? <laughs> and you find those to be heritable that's as well. That's the stuff that's like I mean, really yeah, that's beautiful. Like in, like in educating my children, like following education of a young Christian prince, like how much of that is actually going to work for my, you know, my uh, my, well, my young dep- Jewish, my, my young it, ethnically it Jewish uh, children, you know? Children. It depends, on your, it depends on your circumstance. One thing I used to joke about with my wife is that what we really wanted, we actually sent the kids to Chinese immersion. Oh, I, uh, I, so I was going to ask Chinese. about this, but I thought perhaps uh, that was a um, weird thing Chinese to Chinese immersion is a good thing. What we really wanted and what some rich person in Silicon Valley should, you know, therefore definitely invent. What we really wanted uh, was Victorian immersion. So mm-hmm. I just want to let my children into a space in which, you know, Victoria is still queen, the British Empire uh-huh. is still red, mm-hmm. you know, vigorous like Tom Brown's rugby days or something like that. Um, and, um, I mean, you know, I think but, that's but, what Arabella Kushner, our little it should be, Arabella Kushner really is in that, uh, in that world. 
I got this t- I got this targeted ad yesterday on Instagram. They reminded me of both of you actually. It oh, says thank uh you. yeah, it's a it's called it's from someone called Established Titles and it says become a lord today. Get the service you deserve. Oh. Uh-huh. And then it's a screenshot of like British Airways, you know, like when you're booking your flight and then where you click like Mr. Mrs. whatever, it's someone clicking lord. Yeah. And then the next slide says sick of bad service. Buy a one square foot plot of Scotland and become a lord today. I asked my parents <laughs> for that hilarious. once, and my parents and you know, if you, and my parents if you said they'd rather buy me a star, which because uh, you know you can buy a star and have a star named after you. And I was like, "Mommy, Daddy, I don't want a star. I the want a part, title." You weren't were like, "Mommy, Daddy, it's a scam." The best um, part is they also but, plant a, the they also plant a tree for every order they receive. Oh, well, <laughs> when the lovely. Prince of that's Bhutan, you know, if you actually born, you put lord a thousand on that drop down form. And and you fly into the UK on British Airways, you'll you'll be arrested on on arrival and conveyed to really? uh, these prison. Yeah, I mean, no, the I'm most tragic thing that I was watching the, an interview with you, and you talked about um, you talked about how technically the Queen of England could in, Honors, in her jurisdiction. Oh, sorry, this always happens, and I swear it's not my fault. It's just um, you know, it's, it uh, it's, yeah, it's God it's or something. No, no, no. But um, how yeah. the Queen could declare um, martial law. Wait, I, I missed most of the questions. Or I don't know. I, just, I learned from you, from an interview with you, yes. about how the Queen could technically declare martial law and then how, at a certain point, the President of the United States will, you know, you know, uh, just be the same thing as yeah. the Queen of England, like, you know, just a figurehead. Um, right. But that's like, I don't know. I don't think I could become a lord or a lady knowing that, uh, knowing, knowing about yep. the cathedral and everything but i used to want to <laughs> and i really am like anglophobic i think that like it's like it's some oh, of the really? worst what made you well, why would it why would an american be anglophobic that's an interesting usually i associate with that with like the irishmen and so forth do you have you don't have an irish background do you yes 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 <laughs> I, I, that's our other you side. do have you do have an irish background yeah right? on yeah, that's my mom's the other side, side. It's, it's not something that most people are i really appreciate you saying that it's not something most people are comfortable admitting um yeah yeah you get that you get that with the um you know you get that with the mick um yeah well part of new york uh part of like the new york uh aristocracy is like who like i don't know like i was putting together just like a fake little group of like friends that i have whose grandparents or great-grandparents were in politics like you know of course there's henry kissinger's granddaughter who uh i don't think she's really my friend yet and then we have a friend <laughs> who's um <laughs> whose uh grandfather is bobby sands uh-huh um yes. And I don't know. I was thinking because my parents, I don't know, they had the best days of their life when they lived in Ireland together. Um, Well, Bobby Sands' grandson is very close friends with all the. Oh, yes, we do know Kennedys, but like, you know. That's so interesting. That's Um, so interesting that that, that the the IRA Kennedy connection. Mm -hmm, I really mm -hmm. don't know. They still have Christmas. They still have Christmas all together. That is amazing. (laughs) Because because they went to Crossroads. It makes sense now. Because they went yeah. to Crossroads, which is like the hippy dippy, uh, very rich kid school in Los Angeles, where like Ella M. Hoff, Kamala Harris's granddaughter, went, and like Jack Black. There's Crossroads and New Roads and stuff. And I'm like, wow, at this hippy dippy, really expensive school, this is where like you know the gods of the new world go. Which the CIA probably funds. Uh, I don't know. Really, if the CIA is funding it, they should. No, they should. They don't have to be. They should, the they should pull the, funding. There's the, a big endowment already. It's the it's the other way around, and it always has been. They fund the CIA. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> also, they do like they do the bidding without even having to be paid. It's like yeah, no, and they all no, sit on no. the floor I mean, and call the teachers by their first name, and I'm like, wow, <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, okay. No, so I, I'm, I, how do here's a here's here's a Zoomer question. How do you how do you Zoomers feel about single sex education? 
If um, it was available, would you use it? Yes, most definitely. I think it's a, it's, I don't know, like at least I have a friend who really only tries to befriend uh, women who went to uh, female boarding schools. And um, right. it's, I don't know. It's, I think it depends. I don't know. Like I, I think well, it's, for gir- I think for girls, it's like it seems to be more of a thing. I mean, off. for guys, I think it could be very dangerous, obviously because of you know fagging and stuff. But I think like we could use a little more of that downtown. A we lot- could use yeah. I, like I don't see what your problem with fagging is. First oh, of all, I and, think I think you know, it's just what it's become. I don't have I have no problem with it. I think we need to return to tradition. The the hazing hazing has, has yeah, just become yeah. like a a very like. I don't know, like take all, take all the beauty out of fagging and, and, and I don't well, know. Well, yeah, I mean, I think it's probably actually become more mild over time is my suspicion. But I mean, you know, certainly the, the, if I'm defending Victorian immersion, I really have to defend fagging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. no, no, I'm you know, really big on it. I've tried to set age, up. The golden age of fagging. Surely we could find, we can at least when we look at an old tradition, we can say, was fagging entirely good? Maybe not, but can we find, can we look at fagging from the perspective of now? I mean, can yes. We find the at good Bennington in College. Fagging? At Bennington College, can- I started uh, I started a little fagging society when the whole college <laughs> really? is. is uh, um, yeah, but you know, you have to brand it as like a sorority. Like you're my little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, right. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. So it's like Nexium too, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. Well, I don't know. Like Nex- yeah. Nexium. Like- Honor's been a Honor's been accused a lot of being a cult leader, but like. And I've always said, like, oh, no, that's just, like, people saying stuff. But then, like, she shares more and more, and I'm like, uh. I don't know. <laughs> it's, yeah, I, people, people accuse me of that as well, and I'm like, I have no, I, I have nothing. I mean, that's just, if you if you had gone no to private cult. school, if you'd gone to private school, Walter, you would have started uh, mm-hmm. a couple more full-on cults. There's a, there's a quote that's attributed to you, Curtis, that I read uh, yesterday. I think, it, I think it's like, um, don't refer to your enemies by anything they wouldn't refer to them themselves. Ideally, ideally, yes. Unless, unless your enemies have chosen a really, really super flattering name for right. themselves, like the, like you know the, the, you know the perfect gods in the north, you know, then, then you're like, you know, right. the, then you might be justified in saying, well, if I have to choose between saying perfect god, gods in the north, and swelly, sw- smelly Swedish barbarians, I might go with smelly Swedish barbarians. I think it's, a, I think norm- it's a good normally. Point. If you have if you have a neutral term, you're just you don't want to participate in this sort of Orwellian creation of right. You know, where like everyone's a white supremacist. I mean, that's, it's or, a huge thing yeah, on the internet. Yeah, it's is like, like it's e girls like pick like pick like or I don't know. For example, like uh, e girls like they pick like you know perfect god of the north names for them. Like the only living girl online yeah. or God's favorite. Every e girl these days mm-hmm. is like I'm God's favorite. They make T-shirts that say that. It's like no, you're not God's favorite. Wow. You are a promiscuous young <laughs> woman who needs to be sent straight. To, to the boarding, to the naughty not boarding, to boarding school. school. Not to naughty boarding school. You need to be straight, sent straight to a convent where you'll do hard labor because mm. you know finishing school is for mm. a, for a certain girl who can be finished. Right, right. See, see, <laughs> see. What I'm what I'm getting what I'm getting from you, Honor, is is sort of the same sense of like you know daring, dangerous romance that just imagines the uh, the institutions of the nineteenth uh, or still earlier centuries applied to the modern world. And you know when uh, I mean I think it's it's like it's so. It's just so forbidden, and there's so much sort of detail that's out there that's accessible that you can just throw into this space. I mean, it's like all of my stuff came from, you know what's responsible for my weird fucking career is the fucking guys at Google, Mm -hmm. Sergey and Larry, because they're like, we are going to digitize all the books in the world. 
okay, we're going to digitize all the books in the world, but you know the ones, only ones we can actually put online are the ones written before 1922, right? So answer me this. What is the average politics of a book written before 1922? Like it would be completely unacceptable at Google, right? You know, right. And, and Harvard or anywhere. But here is this basically you're like, we are going to put the world's biggest, best library of a wrong thing mm-hmm. online. And we're just going to, like, not care. I mean, you know, and, and still, like, that material isn't censored. I mean, and there's just, like, crazy, you know, mm-hmm. like, forget racism. There's imperialism in there. There's frank and open imperialism and colonialism. Which, and you can just read it. And just to, I mean, my just God. To, just to clarify, that's just the – that's a copyright thing, right? Yeah, that's a copyright, right. you know, milestone date because right. basically after that period – before that period, you don't have to respect copyright at all, you know. And so, yeah, that's a copyright thing. That's and that so copyright, interesting. And then, you know, you're basically like, what are the politics of the world before the copyright deadline? And you can go backward in time. And, yeah, there are many ways in which this world is worse. They didn't have, you know, antibiotics. They didn't have iPhones. But you're like, wow, I really kind of like these people. Um, <laughs> I don't know, like thinking about Victorian mourning traditions, um, I, I think like there's been a revival of, you know, people following them again and uh, like having, I you know, rules a- to follow when somebody dies. Yeah, I, uh, hope that's well, not a, I hope that's not a subtle hint because my morning tradition was let me get my wedding ring off. So uh, uh, I, I mean, can, that's I can start um, dating again. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's I think it's I don't know. Maybe it's because it I read it what's it called uh, Sarah Plain and Tall as a kid about. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe I, maybe I should have maybe I should have. No, no, no. I think it's different uh, for men. It's, uh, it's, yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, yes. when you're, it was a big talk. It was a big downtown talk about, uh, you know, the mold bug as the bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's talk, let's talk about your downtown experience. Oh yeah. 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 So <laughs> you came to downtown, downtown experience. Yeah, you came uh, to downtown uh, New York. You took over the downtown, uh, literary I came scene to, I came, by a storm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I had, I had, I had a, well, I had, a, I had a poetry reading threatened by Antifa, which was really like, you know, yes. it's like a milestone. That's like a bucket list. Which thing. when you texted um, me about you know, being part of that reading, I just, you yeah. know, completely clammed up in my young woman sense. And I, you know, I, couldn't uh, as many drafts as i wrote as a thank you but for this like i couldn't you know it was a as a Uh, every everyone everyone was terrified of that event and uh, everyone involved in like making it happen and then of course uh you know of of course you know about trevor right yes yes i mean what a what a what a legend like already a legend i know i mean i mean the thing that you know the story the story i tell i've met trevor like twice right Mm -hmm. you know and um you know one of the times he was basically like the show will be live streamed on such and such a website it's right there and I'm like okay I'm going to go send back to my hotel room to send it to my followers and in fact the show is neither being live streamed nor being recorded um, and <laughs> actually nothing has happened and that is one that is one Trevor story and yet the other Trevor story is that the only screening that I caught there was the screening of the shorts and um, I was like I'm like basically you know to anyone who's been I've haven't been to a lot of film festivals i've been to a few and they can be a little bit excruciating if you know what i mean and basically typically the best material is not in the shorts for obvious reasons and so i'm sitting through this and thought this two-hour anthology of shorts um and you know uh my my lower back isn't being super friendly to me at the moment i'm 48 years old and i'm like wow that was actually good and then i'm like wow that was actually good totally different from the last one still actually good and there's like one of them that's like not very good 
and this is like a hit rate far higher than you would expect. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, this was a, right? it wasn't your average film festival. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't your average film festival, right? But it wasn't that these were, these were not like political films or anything. They were just like good, crazy good stuff. Mm-hmm. One of them was not very good. I went up to Trevor, you know, at the end and, you know, because I'm an asshole, I remarked on this. He's like, oh yeah, I know which one you mean, you know, mm-hmm. I had to do it. Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and for political guy, reasons, uh, who, for political or reasons, romantic. Right? And, and the, you know he was a complex figure you know and and the uh this guy stood up who had this short film he had this like 20 minute documentary about this like hilarious southern fried rock musician who basically get kept getting canceled for obviously like you know imagine being like canceled from like working as like playing like bars and mobile or whatever right mm-hmm. you know but um um obviously for for some kind of cause um, makes this very very funny documentary about this person uh, just you know really beautiful documentary filmmaking like full of like dry wit you know and gets this thing into the New York Film Festival and then the critics of this musician come after the film uh-huh. and get it cancelled from the New York Film Festival so um, then uh, you know NPC Fest uh, you know snaps it up and it's shown there and the director and it's like the last film and the thing and the director stands up and makes a speech and he's just like wow I you know like it's so it's so amazing to be here in this like theater with this energy I mean it's like you know this is a production of like short films and like the aisles are full and like mm-hmm. ushers are coming by you can't sit there you can't sit there right you know and and like I was really um, from the things I heard about how much of a shit show I expected this festival to be um, what I really expected was like or what I feared was like being in rooms with like you know 12 like morose people who were clearly just walked off the set of taxi driver right you know <laughs> and and that was really that was really anything but the vibe and and so it was really it was extremely pleasant it, i mean they're like uh, it was like an attitude i don't know there was it was it just was the best vibes i've ever felt at the one screening yeah. i made it to yeah. of that festival and also every single person from every single friend group from every single side of subculture that i've worshipped or tried to be part of or or hated or loved like it was it was the craziest crossover event of all time and i thought like wow yeah, if antifa yeah. like if antifa had had like had any actual power they'd really be here right now and i would love to see they, them i think I think they would have showed up, uh, you mm-hmm. know, during the Trump administration. One of the, I think they might have. Yeah. One of the, but I don't think I don't think anyone showed up there yeah. like, that night. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, I don't know. Uh, the one of the Antifa uh, like retweets from them being like, "Oh, and it's um, and it's uh, Hadrian for who was canceled at uh, this place, and Curtis Yarvin who was canceled at this place." Retweeted it, and it was like our like uh, what was the you know the poster for Angel Fest, and it was like it's so ridiculous right. that we've let freaks named shamelessly old money things like Honor Levy become downtown <laughs> tastemakers. Given these people's shallow obsession with God and religion, I wish they would just shut the fuck up and actually go to church. We would all be better off. Shamelessly old money. I've never like. You know, I always shamelessly, old, shamelessly money. old money. I just, wow. I just, wow. old, I really do not know am, any shamelessly old money. It's not an anti-Semitic picture, dog whistle because these people, Antifa, they're uh, they're very uh, they although love. Although any 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 port in a storm, you know, I mean, uh, sure, sure. No, it's it's like but I really I was hoping I was hoping for this effect from the election of. Our president Joseph R. Biden mm-hmm. and our great, I feel like our I'm great leader, our, <laughs> our great, our great our leader, our fearless leader, our experienced statesman. 
his hand at the helm. Actually, Joe Biden, I'll tell you a truth. <laughs> a truth about Joe Biden. You may wanna, might not want to hear this. Joe Biden has kissed my mother. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> or I don't know. We know somebody's. We know somebody whose mother has, uh, you know, slept with what's his name, Christopher Hitchens. And I'm like, wow. I wish. Wow. I wish that, that, that my mother had slept with anybody ex- besides crazy. the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> like is that like? Is, I just. I just. You're not the uh, outcome. Yeah, player. yeah. You're like um, that'd be a big plot twist. Yeah. You're like Flea's daughter. I just quote. <laughs> no, I just no, quote. But... I just quote. Green me is like. Yeah, yeah, we have yeah. A match for you. Yours is <laughs> headshot. I just quote tweeted uh the antifa thing and i was like damn like you guys are doing some mad dope work like i'm trying to devote some more time to being anti-fascist online if you can um well you should get in, in contact right with the lincoln project and they're they'll give you a full-on costume and pay for you to go be a uh you know a false flag uh-huh. protester yeah that uh-huh. might be a good job for me yeah i don't know crisis actor uh, that might be a better job than crisis actor. Sure. sure a better sure, job sure, than, you know. or I don't know. Then no, people I, online were like honor. Like we can't like, like we know you're reading this forum. Like, and they were right. I was reading, <laughs> I was reading the hate forum. Like, uh, like you were hinting hate on forum, your story you about, uh, about Peter Thiel funding. Like you would, you would accrue so much more micro celebrity and, um, and money. If you, instead of being part of this wrote an expose on it. And I'm like, are you people I'm, so small minded? So, <laughs> Pe- so peasant mindset that you think I'm trying to make a little more money and a little more micro fame by writing about how people are funded by Peter Thiel. No, no, I would much rather be funded by him mm-hmm. myself. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, that's like, yeah. also they yeah. don't understand how Thiel money works. If they think you can make more money writing an expose, that guy be throwing out. Yeah. yeah I would only write the expose if he paid me to write the expose. Yeah, now we're talking. <laughs> and I used to want to yeah, be CIA yeah, funded, yeah, I mean, but I, now I understand there's a, a new powerful art collective, uh, the new what's it called the uh what's it called when the government used to like fund art national the federal writers project yes that but it was part of the that bigger thing and then everybody got mad about piss christ and stuff like i wonder oh, uh, the nea the yes NEA. the nea like there's yeah. there's yeah. a new nea and it's the and it's the silicon valley nea which i would love to you know i would that love to apply for that, a grant that is something that definitely needs to exist mm-hmm. um yeah it's interesting and it does, how... but, but more outwardly yeah, more of it needs to exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not satisfied with it, with the results so far. I need more results. I need bigger results. Um, you know, yeah, there was a feeling. There was a feeling about NPC Fest where it mm-hmm. kind of had this feeling of like an armory show or something like that, like the sort of cultural event where a lot of people who kind of individually suspected that something is going on realize that something is going on, mm-hmm. um, and. Um, yeah, no, it's just like, you know, it, it's, it, it was, I think it sort of brought a lot of people together who had felt a lot more alone in some ways. And then when you see like how packed this room is, you're like, no, actually, I'm like not the only one who's really kind of sick of this shit. And, and, and that's all that really unites them is that they're just like sick of a certain kind of shit. And instead right? of having and, a protest because you're so sick of shit hosting a festival, like that makes so much yeah, more sense and it's, to me. And, and, and it's, and it's it's so like the whole thing is sort of completely there was no odor of like complaining about it there was no like never complain complaining is just always bad it's a terrible ter- terrible look just like do your sort of own like joyful positive thing and like ignore it and you know when they get mad at you for ignoring them they have this like really horrible like jealous boyfriend kind of look it's just the 
bad look for them. Mm-hmm. And you know, you always you always want to make your enemies look bad. That's just life. You know, mm-hmm. and and like 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 death threats and poetry readings is just not a super good look, man. Mm-hmm. I don't you know. know? When I, <laughs> I, when I, one of my great goals in high school was to get uh, politics and politics and poetry mixed up again like in the Ezra Pound uh, Radio Rome hanging out with Mussolini type way and when Amanda Uh Gorman uh, you know the young poet Uh who also went to school with the Kennedy kids and and that same school poetess yes 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 Um, Yes. when she read at the inauguration I thought oh no like I'm so horribly horribly jealous like not only does she have a modeling contract Mm -hmm. but she's (laughs) but she's the Ezra Pound or the what's his name and the future president and she's the future president and but actually it was just everything I I mean, there's, dreamed just, of. there's only one problem which is that Ezra Pound didn't suck I uh, mean my like, dad was <laughs> my dad's uh, like line by line critique of the Amanda Gorman inauguration poem is some of the funniest things I've ever read he's like she's the worst poet I've ever heard well isn't your dad like yeah, an yeah, artist yeah, 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 like yeah. An you could actually like, you, he might you know. could probably you could probably do something fun by like interpolating lines in the same like poetic format like take Hertz and just add a line every other line to make it funny oh uh, yeah I've done it, I've done feed I've, it into open AI I, I've, I've I've fed <laughs> it into a couple different um I, I mixed it I mixed it with a uh, with a what's his name Yates poem I, I mixed uh, it yeah. I mixed it with um some young lean lyrics I have uh I have uh-huh. uh, I have many parodies of it Yes, yes, um, yes, 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 yes. But Amanda I, I, I Gorman, uh, Amanda mm-hmm. Gorman, I don't know. Do you think, uh, what do you see coming for her future? Because are, are you, are you, to be honest, are you asking what I do her? I don't, I don't Would you really do her? No, 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 no. She has a, she has no, a lisp. No. She has she has a lisp, and she was the most unpopular. She w- couldn't get into any of the poetry workshops at Harvard when my friends were there with her. Oh really? But, but oh, look at her terrible. go. That's, that's terrible. Her that's terrible. That's terrible. She's how how is she, and how has she? If I may ask, it's always it's often delicate to ask this question in the matter of a lady, but how has she achieved her success? She actually came up in the same like a uh, Hollywood uh, uh, Hollywood oh. stage kid uh, cohort uh-huh. that I did. Like I was in the acting classes with all the kids who like were actually working. Right. Her, she's a twin, so her mom, who was a, a teacher, I believe at. I'm not sure if it was a Compton Public School or Merman, the like IQ uh-huh. school that you have to test into. Oh no, she IQ tested her two twins, put them into Merman, the you know the most academic, uh, autistic, smart kids school, but then also had them auditioning for commercials and stuff. So she trains them, uh, you know, to be smart and to also you know smile for the Got yogurt. It. Got it. So Got it. yeah, she's a stage kid, and she also is you know gorgeous. Yeah. She's an actress like the rest. Yeah, she's a crisis actress. These things don't hurt. Yeah, you know, actually, I, you know, we noticed, my wife and I noticed uh, very early on that my daughter had some presence. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we've sort of, it was an open question. The way I put it was rather indelicate because I was like, should, 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 we, should, we, should we pimp her out to the mm-hmm. entertainment industry? Uh, and my, my wife was always like she had a very frankly simplistic answer which was over my dead body mm-hmm. um, my parents and, too but um, believe me i, I what greater joy yeah, is there yeah, to be so a girl acting like i don't know my, maybe my, sybil my and i daughter, will have a play together one day yes my daughter my daughter loves to do it i think her she was doing acting in alameda before covid and then she did on this online thing with this like teen shakespeare thing of mm-hmm. like mainly high school 
And um, in her second second thing with this, they cast her in a production of Julius Caesar as Julius, as like twelve year old Julius Caesar. Oh, brilliant, uh, brilliant. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which which. Uh, so I don't, I don't know I don't I don't know about that but you're certainly right about the you know the hereditary principle mm-hmm. and when you know hereditary you know the hereditary principle comes with actual beauty and intelligence it's like you know that's that by itself is enough to get you to the top it's not really a lot enough to get you to the top of the historical poetry rankings but you know but I mean, that maybe takes a little more who you know? besides <laughs> you and Amanda Gorman what other po- poets in America. <laughs> Or, you oh know, having God. this much, you know, uh, to, uh, you me, know, so political, you know, you know, me and Amanda Gorman. Um, well, I mean, I think that there's a large, really good. My team wife there. had, yeah, really, really the two of us, like, you know, we could be, we can be an item, uh, you know, um, <laughs> um, in terms of, uh, of political poetry or political writing or art in general, um, my wife had this really good term, which I'm endeavoring to spread in her memory, which is race opera. Hmm. Um, you've probably seen it's like soap opera, but race. And so it's like any use of race in a, um, a cliched or otherwise, um, jejune or, um, familiar way. Possibly you've seen some of this material. Wow. You have no, you know, you've never seen anything like this. I you mean, know, you don't know what I'm talking about. Like, no, wait, give a little more, give a little more. Uh, um, uh, basically, mansplain, you know, go mansplain mode for me. My, my abuela, you know, from mm-hmm. Guatemala, you know, like the like water for chocolate school. Oh, yeah, of, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was raised um, by Guatemalan, um, so, you know. Right, right, right. But you've, you've read that kind of verse, the abuela yes. always appears somewhere. Yes, in it. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, it's, uh, it's, yes. uh, you know, she, she starts, and, anytime and somebody starts speaking raised... Spanish in a poem, I'm from California, so, yeah. you know, I, I, right. uh, my ears and, perk and up. Does being, here's a question, does being, having been raised by a Guatemalan, even if she was a, a slave, I guess, basically. She's not a slave. That, you know, you know, you know. A servant, a servant. I mean, a servant, not She's a not slave. She's not a servant. She, servant. Even a if she servant. was a servant. Does that make you a victim in some sense? Does that make you the inheritor of the Guatemalan tradition of victimhood? I think so, but also she came from, you know, Guatemalan rancher, uh, 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 like bourgeois, like... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Guatemala has this has this very traditional Guatemalan upper-class bourgeois. It makes mm-hmm. sense that you would have even an upper-class nanny. But, I mean, she right? wasn't. She was um, just a normal, normal woman. You know, she lived... But mm-hmm. but she also, when she told the stories of her childhood, it was obviously she grew up with much more privilege than I was. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. but... And, 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 and it, you know, like, like class isn't a tax bracket. It's a culture. And it's, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, my... Um, a friend of my wife's um, once went down to Guatemala. This is the reason why I know a little bit about their society there on a State Department fellowship. And she taught in one of the universities there. And, of course, she was teaching. She was just like San Francisco playwriting girl. And, um, you know, um, not a large person. Uh, she was teaching the children of the Guatemalan elites about, like, journalism and whatever. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, she has to live in freaking Guatemala City. And I sort of... I don't know if it generalized to, uh, we kind of lost touch with this person. I don't know if it generalized her other opinions. She spends nine months down in Guatemala. She has typical San Francisco opinions. Nine months in Guatemala City is basically like living in prison. It's like chaos everywhere. It's insanely dangerous. She comes back and she's like, yeah, maybe they really just do need another dictator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, but yeah, the, she's teaching these same very traditional conservative bourgeois upper-class Guatemalans who are, you know, very different from 
the um, um, you know guy who does your landscaping. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's also it's not that different because sometimes you know sometimes the rebel daughter of one of these families runs away to Mexico for a lover and then ends up being my it nanny. It does. It does. It does. Sometimes romantic. Sometimes in life. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> in life, romantic things happen. But mm-hmm. I think you know, Zoomers, as you get older, you oh, find that. More and my often boyfriend wanted me to ask you a question about climate change. Please. Climate change. I think that's right. the question. The cl- I don't know. I the didn't question, get into it further. Question, what do you the, think about climate change? The question, what do, what do, what do I think about uh, Do you believe change? that we're coming towards some like, physics, ecological meltdown physics, or not? Yeah, I, uh, the physics of climate change are, are certainly uh, you know completely real. On the other hand, they're not super widely sort of understood, even sort of just conventional textbook stuff that's agreed on by anyone. Uh, for example, one thing that most people don't know, once when you could voice dissenting opinions on the subject, I asked this question on Hacker News, uh, which is like a mm-hmm. Silicon Valley... We you know, know Hacker uh, News, uh, don't worry. You, you know Hacker News, right? You know, first and, thing you check and I asked you this question up. on Hacker News, I'm like, basically, um, you know, just curious, all you nerds out there who know this sort of notation perfectly, is as a function of the, inc- of the concentration of CO2 in the environment... Um, is the increased heating um, that sort of happens as an, you know, uh, just as an, a sort of an input to this tremendously complex climate system, is the increased heating from carbon dioxide a linear logarithmic or exponential function of the amount of carbon, CO2 in the atmosphere? And what was surprising to me, all these people are like completely they're completely educated in the subject. They don't know the specific physics, but they know the notation. They know exactly what that means. Um, And they actually don't know the answer to this. And the reason they don't know the answer to this is because it's a logarithmic function. Sometimes you'll read about this. This is perfectly like this is totally, utterly, completely settled science. You'll hear people about the, you know, talking about the impact on the climate of quote, a doubling of carbon dioxide. That's how people talk about logarithmic effects. Mm-hmm. So logarithmic effects in sort of the world of the hacker are sort of right away something that you learn to kind of ignore. And when you say basically say the graph of carbon dioxide in the Earth's atmosphere is basically linear, and then the heating due to that is basically logarithmic, what that means is if you double the concentration from like pre-industrial like 320 to 640 we're currently at like 420 um when you double the concentration i don't know if it gets you high when it's at 420 if you double the concentration you get say one degree centigrade two degrees centigrade to get that again you don't have to add the same amount of carbon dioxide you have to add twice as much right and and so you're basically saying it gets the more carbon dioxide you add the harder it is to get sort of earth's temperature to increase from it and then you have this whole um and then you feed it into these models which are just like we're going to model earth's atmosphere with like one data structure for every like grid point 100 miles on a square i mean it's sort of it's like it's not that's not really science and so Mm -hmm. the science of the physics is extremely well settled the thing about sort of the experience of global warming is it's one of these things you should immediately sort of ask questions about something that sort of claims to be important. But vaccines, if, Holocaust, if, climate change, you, those are the only yeah, dogma. Vaccines, you, know, you, know, the, you, know, you might know people who got, who got COVID, right? So you know that COVID is real. If it's something where 
you wouldn't even know this existed if nobody was writing about it. You should sort of wonder a little bit. And then when you see basically stories about tangible impact of climate change, like there's there's a much greater impact way up north. So it's like, oh, you know, the seals are not returning mm-hmm. to Kluviuk Island this year, right? And the thing is, it's like, it's very sad for the seals. But in terms of like me, like walking through like Union Square and seeing tents everywhere, I'm like, maybe whatever is going on to cause these tents to be everywhere is maybe slightly important than the seals of the Because, I mean, that's the biggest thing about, like, not the only reason I want to homeschool, but I don't want my children to have any climate dread. I think it's like it's absolute child abuse, the way that I was in complete fear of climate change as a kid. Like, the greatest... It it was like nuclear war. It's already so existential, like, being mm -hmm. a kid. But, I mean, I don't know. My grandma, she's like, she's like, oh, like, being scared of... They groom you into being a climate activist. Like, my family friend uh, does it for... um, What's the one where they like throw they throw f- extinction rebellion exactly mm-hmm. yeah so extinction oh rebellion yeah, fully recruits kids like I mean yeah it is and uh, the children's crusade is the I mean no, when I was no, the head no, of my was... ecological fake eco terrorist group at Bennington College like oh I only recruited freshmen mm-hmm. I, I was there I'll tell I'll tell you I'll tell you a story one of the other reasons why um, you know besides basically um, you know believing that science is real. Um, I'm what's called a lukewarmer. If you want to go deeper into this, look at the work of a woman named uh, Judith Curry. She used to be the head of the Georgia Tech Atmospheric Lab. She kind of got canceled for being like, guys, you're like raising a lot of money by scaring people here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, but just another thought experiment is imagine if like scientists studying the sun had said, well, it looks like across the next couple of the centuries, the sun is going to get warmer in a way that's going to raise Earth's temperature by like two degrees Celsius. So we have two alternatives here. We can't blow up the sun. We could like geoengineer Earth's atmosphere to like counteract the rising solar temperature. Well, you know what Bill Gates which actually wants is to not do. that expensive, which is actually not that expensive or that hard compared to like global warming mitigations. Or we could just be like, okay, yeah, whatever shit happens, we live on a fluctuating planet. Um, we'll deal with it. And the thing is, nobody would be like, oh, my God, we're all going to go extinct because of the sun. But the thing is, you know, you can be like, we're all going to go extinct because of the same exact impact. Um, and it's very it sort of feeds into this kind of story that really engages the human mind and works in a way that we're all going to go extinct because of the sun, which yeah. is not working. And I don't know. Walter always says like, Oh, every villains. civilization thinks villains. that they're in the end times because my boyfriend, yes. he's a very big, um, I don't know what he thinks of climate change or what he wanted to know about from you, but he like is, is, a, you know, he's a doomsday. He's a, he's a doomer. He's, he's a, a doomer. no, not a doomer. He's, he's very, very Catholic. And he's, he's like, we are in end times based on all of these, you know, ancient biblical prophecies all coming true. Like, I think like there's, a, a, I mean, the of, there's a lot of St. Malachi's stuff. And like, we there's are a lot of smell in end times, yeah. but not climate end times. <laughs> no, no, we're in, we're in, we're in, cultural political something end times we're in very very strange times mm-hmm. um and and like but definitely that's no reason more, not to have children i mean the biggest that is most, no fucking reason not yeah. to have children your children will always grow up in strange times have like mm-hmm. many children have them early you will not regret this mm-hmm. uh, and 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 you will not regret this and and yeah i mean having them early is just it's such a treat because you uh Instead of being like, you know, like all of your flesh is like sagging off your bones as your kids mm-hmm. go away to school. You're like, I'm young. I'm happy. I can I go mean, to sex parties or, you I've know, already, like, I mean. I don't know. I've already gone like, like, I don't know, like my fertility. I can feel it dwindling. It's, it's, that's the real yeah. doomer thing. And then our other question from um, 
audience members that people ask me to ask you was what you think of like banning books, which I think we sort of touched on when you talked about the Google uh, um, or I don't know, like, for example, well, I, I have a couple yeah, of friends who know, won't read anything in the index liborum prohibitorio, like the, li- the wow, list of that is some that is some serious tread shit. I can't really comment on a motherfucker's relationship to his face. Um, well, it's you know, not even in a faith that, way. It's in a it's in a way that like I don't know. Like I'm very afraid of censorship. I'm like everything should be out there. Like yeah. like the fact that you've been censored yeah. is like really scares I, I me. Think, but censorship think, could think, be good. I don't know. Question. I question? think that there's there's like when I think about things like censorship, um, and and this is the way in which I'm kind of still a libertarian, mm-hmm. and so I would say generally I agree that censorship is bad, and I think it is basically possible to construct a healthy regime which does not need to use this tool at all. I think you only need to use it with your own children, right? Is that the... Well, yeah, that's... I mean, yeah, that's a different kind of... That's censorship from the inside out. Because the copyright... uh, The Copyright Act of 1710, which I'm sure you're familiar with. Filtering, I'm not familiar with that one, but that was like... To where how we got to where we are now within like uh, Britain and France had all these copyright laws that they made then and then like Germany did not impose any of these same copyright laws and the German right. economy you know it prospered and I think we you, you nor know did, like, uh, nor did nor did nor did the U.S. the U.S. was a notorious like no copyright mm-hmm. even no patent uh, you know paradise and um, yeah in, in in principle I'm a I'm a big believer in the in the belief that that information should be free mm-hmm. I think the exceptions are there are basically certain people and not just children but certain kinds of traditional cultures which should have a firewall built around them if you're basically the problem is once you live that's up to the culture you're just that's up to the culture to do for themselves i mean that's the leader is once you're once you're so ironic that you're like reading the index of pro- prohibited it's books it's not in an <laughs> ironic way i don't think it's ironic at all like the way the I way know, that they but you're do still it someone but who's no, it may not be. It may not be, but you're still someone who's been poisoned by irony, and you need to take into account as a trad cast. Like it's really important to have a sense of humor at the same time mm-hmm. as you're really a traditionalist. I mean, they're really huge. They're huge Pynchon fans, so they're yeah, exactly, exactly. But they like, just so, they just so, say that we, they will never read Nietzsche and Nietzsche, and they won't allow Schopenhauer in the house because that and they c- won't allow Schopenhauer in the house. That I mean, you know, it's like it's like. Uh, one of the things I was talking to a friend of mine who's a, who's a convert to uh, to Judaism, and he was explaining basically yeah, how Judaism deals with the, or really Orthodox Judaism deals with the questionable problem of faith, which is that um, you know they basically deny that there's any such thing. It's like to follow the rules of Judaism, which are very detailed if you're doing real Judaism, mm-hmm. um, is to be Jewish, right? And so you know the thing the thing about following. I'm a cynical Western intellectual. I'm not a trad. I'm pro-trad. I'm friendly to trads. I know many beautiful trads. Um, you know, to me, like, I could never... Uh, I'm just too arrogant. I could never submit to any faith, really. But I admire I admire the people that do, and I admire the sort of strange and interesting combinations of, like, irony and sincerity that come out of that. Mm-hmm. That's like our whole... That's, that's our whole... That's the... You that's might not understand it listening to the podcast, but that's what our... Yeah. That's, that's the what wet our, brain way. That's the wet brain way. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. Excellent. We're gonna let excellent. you go, Curtis. Thank you so much. Excellent. Thank excellent. you so this much. And super fun. Yeah, that yeah, rocks. And I'm well, gonna text you some other questions. Yeah, we're gonna or harass you, you now for the rest of your life. Yeah, so. that's the other thing. We <laughs> okay. we call. Okay. We have guests on Wet Brain. It's not like a oh, like a special. Like this was like a special interview. You know, we call people randomly from our uh, list of people. <laughs> so okay, you okay, know, okay, okay. You know, if okay. you don't want that, we will respect it. Yeah, if you don't want that, block my number. All right. We'll see. see what happens. Will this be paywall? No, no, this is no, 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 no. This is for the people. For the people, baby. For the people. (laughs) I will direct. I will direct my people to this fun work. All right, thank you, guys. Thank you so so much. Thank you. you. I was about to walk in, and you called me. I'm like, damn. I I just sent you a message. It's like calling me in twenty. Oh wow, you're at work. No, no, no. It's okay. I'm I'm still outside. What's your casting? What's your casting? Yeah. Sorry. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Mysterious casting. I know. Maybe it's another one for Tiffany Rings. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was such a sly. I that was know, such that a was sly and genius. Uh, uh, that was genius. Dude. Yeah. Most men have to just measure their girl's finger when while she's sleeping. asleep. Well, I was going to do... Yeah, so for the listeners, I told Yoon's agent that she to fake a Tiffany's casting for her so I could get her rings on. <laughs> it's so clever. I know. Well, but not every, not everyone is dating a model. That's true. That is true. There's that is not true. a very lucky guy. You, yeah, very lucky guy. <laughs> um, but what's up, Ian? It's a beautiful day, isn't it? Outside? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's quite nice. It's, it's a little cold, but not windy, so I like it. I'm ready for, like, winter. I want to see more snow, like last year. I can't wait Last for the snow. Last year was a lot of snow. Last year wasn't enough for me. Yeah. So it was my first year not at Bennington, yeah. and, but it was good. What's your favorite uh, snow activity, Yunya? <laughs> um, I mean, when I used to be in Russia, we'd go uh, sliding. Mm-hmm. Sliding. What? Really yeah. Is it right? That's how you call it? Yeah. Did you make your own sleds or have sleds or what sort of things no, did you no, use? No, At Bennington, we, we use cardboard boxes. <laughs> oh, yeah. They I worked quite well. A trash can yeah. lid is a classic from mm-hmm. the movie. Yeah, but Actually, you can find not a trash can well. lid like in the middle of the forest, like if you're sliding there. Like you wouldn't slide in the city. There are no hills. No, there's, there's a couple. Um, there's there's a, a couple. But this year we should plan a sledding trip mm-hmm. up north. <laughs> Well, maybe, uh, hopefully, we'll have a house there. By hopefully, then. yeah. And a mountain, which oh, can yeah. sled down. Yes, but be very careful sledding down a mountain filled with trees. Yeah. <laughs> we need a, it's, about the, it's about the season to watch some Christmas movies. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Last year was so nice and started watching all this, like, romantic comedy. You like the, yeah, you like the good Christmas rom-com. You know that one, The Holiday? It's like this girl. Of course. Wait, no, yeah. actually. No, you which know. Which one it's is like, it? The- it's like. A girl's having some sort of breakup crisis, so she switches houses with a British lady, and she falls in love there, yes, and then yes. she falls in love there, and then they have to oh, go yes, home. Yes. Kate honestly, I might, honestly, I might you have to watch that tonight. Really good. What? The one about oh my god, it's also a British one. And there's a girl she works Love actually. at the store. Dude, yeah, the girl that works in the Christmas store. It's the girl that's in Game of Thrones, the blonde yes, one. Yes, it's called Last Christmas. Last, oh and my I God. thought it was, like, yeah. you know, it's based on Last it's Christmas. But movie. the twist of it 
That it's movie like last blew my Christmas, mind. I gave, I you, gave my you my heart. heart. Spoiler heart, alert, yeah. people. The twist is yeah. she got a heart transplant. Yeah, like she's in... That movie really blew my mind because it was a normal romantic comedy. And then all of a sudden, it turns out she was imagining the guy the whole time. Mm-hmm. And he gave her her heart well, <laughs> last Christmas. I mean, that like... <laughs> To me, I couldn't even to me, that's it. one of the great adaptations of a song into a movie. Yeah, that's one of the best for yeah. sure. What's another one? Like, um, uh, Across the Universe? <laughs> no, no, no. There's this one. Um, uh, there's there's this one. It's like the old Tallahatchie Bridge. You know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, they made it into a movie and it turned really? out they made it into like a crazy gay thing instead of. Well, uh, I don't know about that. Uh, that's uh, not it's true actually to the, very interesting not true adaptation. Not to the source material, though. Well, mm-hmm. adaptations, you know? Yeah. Adaptation's a great one, though. That's another one. I Adapta- mean, that's- not of a song, but no. no, no oh yeah. Yeah, that's just, trans- just yeah. That's one of the greatest adaptations, adaptations of a book into of a, yeah, yeah of anything. That's you know, it's a about slapper. The- that movie fucking slaps. Um, I'm on a list of films based on oh Alice's Restaurants, of course. Alice's Restaurant, of course. Uh, um, Dirty Dancing. No. Yeah, I mean, Born to Be Wild. Mm-hmm. That's a song. I didn't know they made it into a movie. Um. Frosty the Snowman. Mm-hmm. I mean, Rudolph that's a little more. Reindeer. Uh-huh. That's a great one. Uh-huh. But I mean, the greatest. Love the greatest is good, too. Christmas but movie of all time is It's a Wonderful. It's a Wonderful it's Life. It's a Wonderful Life. Don't that's get me a, started. I'm crying that's, just that's thinking that's the, that. Yeah. I'm crying. Um, that's just the greatest Christmas movie of all time. I don't know. It's one of the greatest movies of all time. To be uh, definitely in the top. Top three. Ten. Three, yeah. Three, three could three. be. Maybe I mean, like, not like for my personal two. taste, but like greatest movies ever made. It's just so good. I get it, this movie, but... What, Yoon? I still don't fully get this movie. It's a bit American, to be honest. It's like, there's a lot... I think it's an American movie. I, it's, I mean, it's, it's actually, fantastically it's the, American. It's actually the Wait, American movie. What'd you say? What'd you say? But, like, Walt is watching this movie, like, four times a year, and I know it's his favorite, but, like, I see it every year, and I still not get it. Yeah, it's, like, about the American dream, so... Um, it's, like, in, it's like in it's, my blood. It's adapted from a classic... Um, uh, a classic christmas short story which is which was also which was adapted from a christmas carol so it's like a it's, it's, a, wonderful it's a wonderful life. life is adapted from a short story adapted from a christmas carol so it's like a the best things are adaptations of adaptations of adaptations uh, frank copper is just really good in general too like he, yeah he uh what's this other movie i really like i mean a um, christmas movie about suicide like that's yeah, like yeah that's, uh, are there any like russian christmas movies there's a lot but that they, like are your favorite they celebrate new year's for christmas mm-hmm. i mean yeah, new year's yeah. and instead of, of good instead of santa claus grandpa cold comes <laughs> i don't know grandpa cold. and he yeah. frees you to death if you're a bad yeah if you're if you're bad instead of getting coal he freezes you to death well that's that sounds like very you know, Russian. it's a very Russian. Yeah, but there is a lot of good Russian New Year's movies. I love them. Isn't we the cr- watch more of those? The, what's the classic one? Uh, Tears in Moscow, or whatever. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, that's not what it's wait. called, but something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me. Wow. What is it in Russian, Yoon? Moscow never trusts the tears. Moscow never trusts the tears. Yeah, let me translate it. Wait, it's like, I think it's uh, and Dorothy Parker, who's like my favorite, uh, like my no favorite writer, helped Ma- write the script of Moscow. The- does Moscow not believe. Does not believe in tears. That's still kind of true. That's just a great title. I hear they don't believe oh, in smiles wait. either. They, they also don't believe in alcoholism. Well, how else are they supposed to keep warm? Yeah, it's true. It's cold there. Oh, they're cold. 
Yeah, Father Cold. Yeah, no, it's Grandpa Cold. Grandpa Cold. Sorry. We have a mug with Grandpa Cold on it. Snowdom Godum. That's is Grandpa Cold like a? Is he like a scary character or a nice character? No, he looks exactly like Santa Claus. Ah. Santa Claus deniers Uh, on Christmas be like. Oh, (laughs) I'm trying. I'm trying to remember. The irony of fate is good. The irony of fate. That's such a Russian yeah. Christmas name. Only it's Russians like, could really. Yeah. It's like here, it's like the holiday. Yeah. <laughs> the irony of here. fate. <laughs> damn. Okay. Yeah. Damn, Shadi. Damn. Damn. You Russians damn. be like. There's um, a lot of sorrow. I mean, Christmas. I mean, that's why It's a Wonderful Life is so good because it's, uh, it's just... Whoa, I just Googled, you know what I Googled really Father Cold and he's looking. His he's name's Grandpa Grandfather, Cold. sorry, Grandfather Frost or Father Cold or whatever his name is. He looks mm-hmm. fitted. Mm-hmm. He'd be dressing. He'd be dressing. How do you say it in Russian you, again? You, you know, it's a good movie, Cold War. Yeah. 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 It's a sad movie. It's just like, it's, it's just a good. new movie. That, there's new, so many old good. movies that are like better than that but about the same thing but it's nice that that movie got made and the girl yes, from that's gorgeous yes, what happened to her yeah, gorgeous girl there are old movies that are kind of better than that but this one's a lot more watchable i thought um it's like very watchable um i thought it was mad good maybe we should watch the holiday tonight it's november 4th though is that too early it's never too early no 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 it is like is that too early i, mean, I don't think i think after, getting christmas things done halloween we can start watching the christmas yeah. movies i bet in a week in every store the christmas music start gonna start playing mm-hmm. i like when they start christmas you don't things wanna, like, early get, because my birthday's so close to christmas so it's like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you don't want to rush it all though like you don't want to get it like you can't watch like all the good were, ones in the first week remember you went to the store to find the like pumpkin whatever to put the candy in there like there is none of them because yeah yeah like when i went to buy the uh pumpkin bowl for our halloween party there was none left because they already made it christmas thanksgiving this year is november 25th which is pretty late well it's pretty late and hanukkah is pretty early so i guess in december we're just gonna be celebrating my birthday oh that's why that guy was wishing me a happy hanukkah yeah but i don't think that's why i think that was just a schizophrenic guy Uh, all right, Yoon. Love you. Love you. Love bye, Yoon. Happy casting. Yeah, have a great casting. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Honestly, so, my lip kind of hurts a lot from... Um, I mean, lip and injuries are... dropping my phone on my face. It only happened to me once that I dropped my phone on my face. I had, like, just woken up and I, like, was just holding my phone and boom, just right on my face. I dropped my face on my phone. On my phone. Like I dropped my face on my phone. I dropped yeah. my f- phone palm. on my nose once and I burst out crying. Biden tells Americans to compare Thanksgiving 2021 to Thanksgiving 2020. What? What's mm. that even mean? Thanksgiving 2020 was the best mashed potatoes I ever had. Mm-hmm. I got really drunk and I had to go to sleep while all my friends did karaoke and I decided maybe I shouldn't drink. You didn't go home for Thanksgiving? I didn't go home for Thanksgiving or Christmas. I spent Christmas. You spent Christmas in New York? I spent Christmas. In Times Square? No, I spent Christmas house sitting for Adam and Maya, like alone. But then um, the editor of Heavy Traffic and I, we had our lonely Christmas together. It was really nice. Why didn't you go home? Um, were you estranged at the time? No, no, no. It's just like my parents were still pretty COVID paranoid. And I, oh, I really? don't know. It's just like it was. it's hard to go home. Uh, I went home. home right after, though. But I just, for some reason, I wanted to not leave for Christmas because I thought I'd be invited to, you know, something with friends. But alas, like, I was not invited to anything. Christmas is a very lonely time of year for some. Yeah. Black Friday 2021. What stores are closed and open on Thanksgiving Day? 
Um, that's for people planning 20 days in advance their Black Friday plans. Damn, that's crazy. I, when I was a kid, I used to think like, well, like Black Friday. I'm like, that's the scariest we sounding the, holiday. Me and my, me and my cousins Friday. would like always go to like uh, Walmart on like Thanksgiving really? just for like fun. It yeah. was the day after though. Thanksgiving yeah, on the day. Wow. Yeah, well, no, a lot of Black Friday early bird specials are on Thanksgiving. Like camping day. out outside of a. We didn't camp out. You just go at like. Uh, you go like mad late at night. Don't people fun. die like every year on Black Friday? Yeah, yeah, trampled. Isn't that the scariest sounding holiday? Black Friday. It's like Bloody Just Sunday. Bad, yeah, Bloody no, Sunday, sound, Black it Friday. It sounds about as evil as it is. Yeah, I don't know. I, my, my, said, family, you know my family, my family doesn't. Probably. My family doesn't Actually, celebrate that. My giant TV I got on Black Friday, but I just bought it online, which is. Well, I thought that was Cyber Monday. It might have been. No, was, they do Black Friday deals online, too. I might have to get my first TV for my first apartment. You should. Buying that huge TV was awesome. We can watch Patriot Purge on it after I'm we so excited. Um, Patriot Purge, I think, like... I think uh, uh, Barrett, who sent me the files, was said, said it's amazing. Oh, also, it's free. Uh, Falk, that, that, it's, it's free for, I think, 90 days to just watch it on the normal thing. Okay, but I I'll like get, that Barrett I'll sent get, it for I'll fun. I'll get it. Um... Um, Patriot Purge I think it's really gonna It's definitely gonna hit It's definitely gonna I, I think it's That, that movie And then uh, New People Cinema Club uh, Festival Happening I think are two Parts of the great turning The great deprogramming Of the American Blue Down I just My really, parents are about to become based This year Yeah probably I just really want um, I would like to see The Alex Jones doc If someone has a link um, I'll ask Hadrian. He yeah. should come on the pod sometimes. He's uh, a good talker. Yeah. Um, Alex Jones talk like potentially could could really help a lot of people change their minds. Yeah, I mean it could also like um cause a lot of drama. I don't think it will though because it it almost like unlike um what's it called. No GF, TFW, no yeah. GF. It didn't really work on shock value or um, or uh, like aesthetics in, in like any like. It didn't have any like. There were no gimmicks to it. It was just um. Just like it was like very pure. It was very pure like like school project book report type documentary. I don't know. I I always love the um Alex Jones footage of him and his guy breaking into Bohemian Grove. But more than that, the thing that really even has me interested in Alex Jones in the first place was his uh the work that he did uh after Waco mm-hmm. to to rebuild the Waco church as as a sort of memorial and museum of like the horrors that like hap- happened there like what the ATF did and stuff and I was like damn this guy can't be all bad Sandy Hook stuff though algorithmically is the only thing that will pop up when you even like google him anymore which is so tragic you say one wrong thing yeah, and so many Do you remember right Sandy things. Hook the day it happened? And he just said it was fake. No, 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 not the day that he said it was oh, fake. Yeah, but it was yeah. December fifth, wasn't it? I remember exactly 5th. where I was. Me I was too, like, me with too. my friends in high school, and we were at the deli, and we were watching it on the TV, like sitting there. Yeah, I remember I was sitting on the lunchbox uh, bin, and like on my phone, and it was like right. It was before push notifications were part of Apple. It was you had to have AP Mobile app. It popped up, and I was like, what? Yeah, I was, dude, like, what, that wait, was I was like, what happened? That was mad sad. Um, I mean, that like, I don't know. And then, I don't know, my, then I went for tacos afterward, after, after. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of settle down a bit. 
No, I don't know. And how to, how to host Thanksgiving with unvaccinated friends and family. We asked the experts for guidance on staying safe and keeping the peace. Oh yeah, what was that awful article? It was like how to how to how to fight against your anti-vax uh, family on Christmas, and it was like some like shouts and murmur. It was just like awful, and like it was like mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean these people don't care about family, obviously. Uh, yeah, and I like I don't know I I don't know. Thanksgiving, I think, is one of my favorite holidays. In addition holidays. to the big, juicy turkey on the table, there's also an elephant lurking in the room this Thanksgiving, the vaccination status of your guests. It's a tricky thing to talk about. Did you ask your aunt if she received the COVID vaccine after she RSVPs? What if she says no? Do you endure another scaled-back celebration like last year? Or should you serve up a bunch of precautions? They're not, they're not holding back the... Uh, thanksgiving puns in the new york times Um, oh this is new york times it is yeah this is the most prestigious paper in america um let's see what else we got thanksgiving Uh, is a really is a holiday really in in, a really endangered holiday yeah i know they try they're already trying to make it called uh indigenous people's day no i just got i just got an email from a um pr person that said dear walter happy indigenous people's month and then like tries hmm. to sell me something. Hmm. If you're open to gathering with a mixed vaccination status group, there are ways to do it cautiously. Well, isn't say. the whole point of the vac- vaccine is if you're vaccinated, then you're safe. So why should you care if somebody else is? And then you're the whole not, thing is, but you're not I don't safe. understand. Like I don't understand any of it. And my parents promised. They swore. They swore. They swore that I would never have to get a booster because I only got the vaccines if they talked to me. But now my mom is saying like. Time to go get your booster. Like, like that, I'm gonna have to. Get, and she's like, "You can get the Pfizer booster." I was like, "No, I got Moderna." It's like, no, well, what, what? Like, if you love science, oh, you can mix it. Mm-hmm. You can mix it. Mm-hmm. You can't mix any. <laughs> you can't even mix. That's like uh, that's like a perk with a lean. <laughs> yeah, and with lean, I mean, it's I mean, uh, it's a. Uh, like I'm gonna have like a speed ball inside me or something. Mm-hmm. Do you like? What do you think? I mean, I'm not gonna. I don't think I'm gonna get anything. I'm I'm not getting another one ever again. They can't make me do that. But not in like a rebellious way. I just like, I don't want that. I just don't want it. I'm just tired of it. I don't trust anybody. Like I tried to be, I tried to be nice and be like, I tried to do the right thing, you know, like from an earnest perspective. Like I tried to just be like, okay, lots of people are sick. I want to live a somewhat normal life and not live in like a lockdown state. You know, I'll get the vaccine. I was at, in fact, in the beginning, I got the vaccine mad early and I was like, it's, I was like, it's cope to like be against Mm -hmm, this. mm -hmm. Cause I thought it was like back then it was like only like the people that, you know, Mm -hmm. but then they just kept, you know, the pharma state really went crazy and got bigger and bigger. And And I mean, it's like the vaccine passports. Do you think, it's not like that will ever go away in New York City. There's no, yeah, I don't I mean, see I, a world where. I saw a good quote that was like the, you know, COVID is, there's like COVID, which is a disease. And then there's the pandemic, which is a different thing. And then. And it's like, you know, there's the flu. I heard someone say it, but global no pandemic pan- on the street the other day. And I hadn't heard that term in so long. Global pandemic really fell off. Global pandemic. I mean, what's the joke when they stopped calling it Corona and started calling it COVID-19? Yeah. That's when you knew. Um, that's, that's when you knew she was really serious. But I don't know. It's um, I'm not going to go on. A, I got really destroyed by the Carolyn Calloway snark Reddit community for being a little bit of uh, vax questioning last time. And I. And I it's healthy really to question it, things. I really took it to record. heart. I really took it to heart. Um, it's good to question things. 
like you should question things yeah if you don't question things then you just like love propaganda and you're just like we'll do it and you're just a cuck yeah i mean like, but that's nothing like cool about that's that. like what justin murphy he like kind of like hit me with like a like a like <laughs> a like a woof bomb when i was when we were talking about catholic he was like oh like i like catholicism because like you don't like like bible studies like not part of catholicism even though like my like you know little downtown sect like we're all about reading and stuff but he's like i like like that there are just decrees like papal and fell but like you don't have to like do the reading or research yourself but like damn i wish i could just like i wish i could just follow some orders it's such a struggle like being a woman being a rebellious young woman like Mm. you know i'm fighting fighting against so so much all the time yeah you know, it's jihad. Uh-huh. What does it jihad literally translate to? Just like war in your heart or something. There's there's just so many wars happening. War I, of the heart, yeah. And I just like, I just want everything to be okay and to have kids and teach them. I know, that's why I like this like house stuff really stresses. Oh, I have my driver's test tomorrow. <gasps> I'm so nervous. I've never been so nervous. Wow. I think I'm going to mess up just because I'm so nervous. Okay, so... I failed my first two, uh, like, not written tests, like, yeah, driving yeah, yeah. tests. I'll probably fail. I guess it's um, normal. And then my mom, it was before she was, like, you know, like, before she got blue, blue, blued out to the max, mm-hmm. she was like, oh, you're failing because you're taking the test, like, out, like, out, like, in, like, the boonie boonies. Like, she's like, she's like, you're probably the only, they, they probably hate you because you're such, like, a white bitch. So they were like, why would they want to pass you? And I was like, no, it's not about race. Like, I'm just a really, 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 really bad driver. And then the last time I took the test, I ran a red light. I freaked out. I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't know what to do. I'm so sorry. And the guy's like, it's okay. Like, it's okay. Like, I'm just, I, you know what you did wrong. And he passed me. And then I looked at the paper and his name was David Levy. <laughs> what and he was your uncle the tribe the tribe yeah. the tribe came through i mean like that's like i thought maybe the god of the old testament was still looking out for me mm-hmm. um i was like wow like the chosen people mm-hmm. but i mean the chosen really people nervous. since jesus my, the sergeant my chosen. driver's instructor the sergeant tells me he says you'll be fine but i don't i think um, I'm gonna you out. also can pass it to do, do, do it three times that's the thing i fail i just do it again yeah you have to do it every, in la at least you have to wait two weeks i think yeah it's not like a long time um i'll but show you, you can do it really fun can picture. i do it in different places like can i do it somewhere easier if i feel like i mean in la there's all this like culture about like which dmv to go to like santa monica dmv long wait time but very easy tests Mm. like um i don't know i should just take it in redacted where i'm moving because it'll be so easy there it's like one car in the whole road yeah also yeah like you know small town dmvs i've never been to one but i assume it works better because i mean that's why i went to the dmv that i went to because it technically was not part of Los Angeles City was its own mm. county and stuff, and that's why they say it's Santa Monica one. It's like, okay, you're right. If I DMV, fail, I fail, like, I'll still be fine. The DMV is a mad funny is, place. My point is, is it was it gets into the reason I'm so skits about the driver's test is because it like taps into this like uh, my like existential freakouts in general because like the the test then is connected to me driving, which I need to do upstate and redacted where I'm moving, which connects to like that worries I have about like a mortgage and all this stuff that's happening right now. Mm -hmm. And I mean, for me, it had to do with, you know, sexual freedom, Uh being able to, (laughs) you know, it's like, there's a lot of things tied up in it, but the only test I've really ever failed driver's test. Mm -hmm. I failed a lot of tests in my life. I, yeah, I think like, it's like, 
it's fine to fail tests, but also people who are like, oh, I'm not a good tester. I think that that's generally cope, mm-hmm. even though I think perhaps I'm not a very good tester. Yeah, unless the oral, I'm, oh my God, my goodness, in high school, we had so many oral, oral exams and it was so, oh, it sounds like, oh yeah, I had to pass my driver test so I could go do my oral exam. And but like, no, 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 like that, that's so fun. Like driving tests, like, like you really just have to do the thing like, i just have to do the thing you just have to do the thing it's and that's the scary. hardest part it's like scary. i'm really freaked out i'm um, really sketched about it it's you really, really shouldn't do it in the city though i mean i'm gonna do this first one in the city and then we'll we'll take it from there like driving in the city is i've been driving is, the city in my lessons i drive around chinatown mm-hmm. driving in the city for me like I don't know. I came in with so much confidence because I've been driving upstate in, in Vermont and I was like, I'm a great driver. I drove down to the city, drove around the city. What? There's no scarier thing. Yeah, it's really being, scary. Having a car full of like college freshmen being a college freshman and like driving through the Lincoln Tunnel or whatever. What a... I forgot to tell our listeners what my mom said about voting. What'd she say? Oh yeah, there was an election for, for yeah. New Yorkers. She told me some advice to tell people, but I mm-hmm. completely forgot. Can we call your mom sometime? Yeah, definitely. She said... Maybe not on this one. She said... Uh, oh, what's my mom going to think of this one? She's going to love it. She said... Um, I know that you don't care about the mayor's race, but there are a couple of things on the ballot that I will impact people's right to vote. Well, the mayor's race already was over before this. <laughs> one is to stop counting prisoners as district of the prison as opposed to their home districts. It impacts policy and representation. The second is New York is one of the worst, as you know, in voter registration law. Yeah, I mean, it's all true stuff. It's just like, it's connected to still having like hope in the voting system, which I have like very little Yeah, somebody posted on Wet Brain Memes like voting is demonic. And I was like, I don't think so. That's not true. But It's not true, but like, I see like, I see like, I see where you're coming from. It's not demonic. It's just like, um, it's like cosplay. The two mayors, the two mayors, um, uh, Curtis C. 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 that guy, you know, he used to be yeah. a McDonald's manager and he like started his own thing. And then what's his name? Eric Adams. Like that guy, they're both just like, I mean, they're just both just characters, Eric which Adams I think is, is awesome. growing on me. That's what I'm saying. It's a character. Eric Adams, he got like, in trouble because he went out all night after he won for a victory party. And like, there's like pictures of him going to clubs without a mask on. And he did a press conference and he's like, listen, New York, the city that never sleeps. I, he's like, we go I, I think way he's past like, they're both are true New Yorkers, which I think is well, great. You know, the whole, you know, the whole bit with Eric Adams is that he secretly lives in New Jersey. So like during the campaign, there was like this big rumor that he secretly lives in New Jersey. So he had like a press conference from his apartment to like show everyone that he actually lived in New York. Mm-hmm. But then everyone started like this. Everyone started like marking it up like like, you know, if he lives in a house, why is his bed in the middle of the room like that? You know, like all this stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know. He won me over really when they did that interview with all the candidates about what their favorite movie was and uh, Eric Yang, when, Andrew Yang, whatever his name was. When, Andrew uh, Yang. He's like, when New, Harry met Did Sally, New York Nico do that? Um, I don't. It was just a New York Times one. And then Eric Adams, he's like, taxi. Yeah. Ta- and they're like, what? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, is yeah. he like meant a, taxi driver. He meant taxi driver. And like his like vibe for like the he Jewish meant, uh, vote and stuff, I just think taxi. is so funny. Like there's that Jewish bakery right down the street from your house. They have a picture of their owners hug, hugging Eric Adams and he says he's going to retire. He does. He knows how to do it. He's, this is a quote from him. Esther 4.14 in the Bible stated, God made me for such a time like this. Eric Adams told uh, the paper, the uniqueness of my experience will allow me to ensure we could have both of, like, it's just, it's so funny. His, his like biblical, his like old Testament biblical like mm-hmm. vibe. A lot um, of old Testament vibes this episode. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. they can tweet all they want. Eric Adams says, <laughs> me. when he said he's going to make New York 
the Bitcoin Center. Or something. I, that was like I don't today. Know. They're both just charming. And Eric I'm, Adams says he's going to take his first three paychecks in Bitcoin. Really? Yeah, as a statement. We got to tell him about Solana. Yeah. Eric need, Adams bought us. Let's check out Potato's doing right now. Potato. I'm, I'm sure very well, obviously. Potato, potato. Da, 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 da. Um, and then Curtis Lee, well, like, I don't know. I think the Guardian Angels are like such a such an awesome thing. And we're probably going to need them again. I don't know, though. They're, they're pretty sus. But. I don't know. If, if you're, you're, you're like, I don't know. If people are anti-cop, they should be pro that. Like, I don't know. You know, I'm not a, well, the, I'm not a the, real the, New the Yorker, about, so I can't The thing vote, about but. them, though, is they are, they're like... I know what you mean, but they're also like self-appointed cops, which is kind of like the worst type. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to be like a guy that just loves being a cop. Like no, for the but fun they like it. they also have like a code. Like they have a code of honor that they stick to way more than like actual I cops mean, listen, do. I they like, like the street they don't vigilante do, as much. They as don't the have next carry guy. weapons, and they like practice like jujitsu. I don't know. I think they're just like it's a funny special thing that has happened in this world <laughs> with a uniform. It would have been a good Halloween costume. One of those guys. Solana comes doing pretty good. Cum? Yeah, scum. Solana scum. Cum. Scum, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And Potato, um, I think, is going to do really well. <laughs> Shitcoins? If, if, like, if I ever start making potato. a little bit more money, I think I'm going to have fun with shitcoins. It's really fun because it feels like, like you, it just like, I'm, at least for me, like I just... Uh, it's like, all right, let me put my money in potato and come now. You know, like I. I mean, what funny little names. Also, the fact that I have like, like how like a hundred bucks is like a hundred fifteen million potato or something is just so funny. Yeah, I mean that's like a like I have people have like the Zimbabwe like billion potato. dollar bill or whatever. It's mad funny. Yeah. I don't know. I wish I like could think about making money, but my brain's not built like that. Yeah, I just want to, like, honestly, ideally, I just make a bunch of crypto money somehow, and then, like, that's that. I mean... I don't know if it's possible. I think it is. I oh, hope okay. it is. All right, I'll work on it. I don't know. It's NFT NYC right now. Uh-huh. Yeah, which Even is, like, Even the Drunken Alice week, they're like, this week. is, like, Fashion Week, but, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything it's, anymore. I just, like... Some of our crypto friends seem a little bit uh, black-pilled after this week. Really? Yeah. Uh, what ha- What happened? I don't know. I think it's just for someone that probably deals a lot in crypto. I think this might be a little bit heavy on the soul. You know. Solana. Yeah, Solana. Buy yeah, Solana. Uh, I'm Solana to the moon. By no. Solana, I'm not. A, I'm, I'm a soldier. Oh yeah, did you see I'm this? Not um, so bad, uh, 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 this Otessa Fogg Halloween costume. No, it is it. It's mad funny. Someone, did you read her most recent book? No. They they dressed as the two characters from it. I think. It's, I, don't know. I loved seeing Wait, everybody's Halloween costumes. Um, death and death in her hands. She wrote it years ago, but then rediscovered it and stuff. Mm. I was reading interviews with her and like her like she's cool. Her just like her entire vibe. I think we could all learn a little something from it. But then I'm like, maybe that's like just the vibe that everybody's already going on. Like, like I deserve to be here. I'm doing this. I. I don't know. I just like I got. It's not imposter syndrome because that's, that's not real. It's, it's just good. like I am an imposter, and she, we all are. She has some good. Um, she has good confidence, and that's what you need. So it's good to study her. Yeah, she's a uh, maybe she, you can be Chad. Maybe you can be like her pupil. I don't know. I would love to be somebody's pupil again. Mm. I don't know. I, I don't want to go back to good, school, but I would. If love, you're listening and you think you'll be a good 
mentor, mentor for, for honor. honor. You're not going back to school, Honor. What are you out of your fucking mind? I don't know. I miss teaching school too. Cause I used to be a school teacher. I don't know. I can't wait to have kids and just homeschool what do you them. Mean you were a school teacher. I don't know. I was I was a teacher. That's like my job. Like the only job, the only real job I've ever had besides podcast is school teacher. But I, who, who did you teach? Don't you need like a? No, no, no. To teach, um, I have all the certification to teach French in American public schools and also like private schools and stuff. So I was just a French teacher. Like a full French teacher, like in. in I mean, like I would go to like to like a, a like the public school in the town where i was teaching like i'd go there once a week and then i'd go to the private school like twice a week and i was like oh. wow yeah and then i don't know and then i like, they let like teenagers do that um i don't know if you speak french and you, like you? i studied educate like i don't know i studied playwriting and like i, I was i was my i was in college you were my i was, I was my, my age, age. <laughs> i was my age you're not that old anymore i mean i'm not that young anymore That's what I mean. um so star shopping Mm-hmm. star shopping we we did that and we're gonna start spawning planets soon no yeah we have a star on orbit so the way that it works is can we make planets and give them to people yeah, now we, yeah but not i quite think we yet, should have like sort soon. of like a hunger games type uh type competition i they should have to write something uh, yeah i would love i would i yeah i like, would love uh if anybody has any proposals mm-hmm. um send them our way to What's the wet brain email address again? Wetbrainpodcast at gmail.com. We should check that. I haven't checked it since. It's just filled with hate mail. Yeah. Like it's like you, filled with like, I'm watching you. Yeah. Walter. I'm in the wall. Oh, I'm in I was the like, walls. Walter, I like your plaid PJ pants. Yeah. <laughs> it's honor. Your tights don't really match your sweater today. No. A lot of them are like these weird, um, like podcast services and they just like mass email podcasts, you know? <laughs> It's like an interesting thing I didn't know existed before. Um, I was trying to make a parody of like the little peep song Star Shopping, but make it about Urbit. But like honestly, like there's really nothing. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't really make an adaptation of it. Look at the sky tonight. All of the stars have a reason, a reason to shine, a reason like mine. And I'm falling to pieces. Look at the sky tonight. All of the stars have a reason. Like little peep, like. Like, this is not good. Like, that's you or that's, no, no. It's, that's it's a little bit like he was like. Oh, I was like, like damn. He, like you really. He's fell like off. he really like I don't know. Like none of my exes is over little peep. Nobody flexing as much as I be. That's why she texts me and tell me she loved me. She know that someday I'll be over the sea, making my money and smoking my weed. I think it's funny she opens up to me, get comfortable with me. Once I got it coming, I love her. She loved me. I know that I'm nothing like someone the family want me to be. Or what? Like this is not that like. Like, I mean, like, okay, okay, sir. Your little peep's way better than his. Um, but then I don't know, like, speaking of like lineages of artists and stuff, like little peep's grandfather, Harvard professor, war hopper, his mother, intellectual. It's like little peep, like, he could have been Curtis Yarvin, but instead he was little peep. They have very similar, like, communist, like, uh, diplomatic backgrounds. Mm -hmm. But apparently, star shopping, according to Urban Dictionary, is, uh, is about looking for the perfect guy or girl to date. And I feel like, and I feel like, uh, you'll know it when it happens. I feel like you don't really got to look out for that. Like Matthew, mm-hmm. it's our one year anniversary. I was not looking for that guy. It is today. Um, this week. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. I wonder if, uh, I wonder if he's got anything planned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If only he listened to this podcast. Then if he only he listened to this podcast, he might listen to this one because he was curious about the 
you know, the climate change thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Guys, potatoes not having a good day. <laughs> okay, should we pump it? Yeah, we need to pump potatoes. Where Where do you buy it? Is it on um? If you need, is it on Orca Mango Market? No, Dex Lab. Uh, okay, Dex Lab, potato. Everybody buy potato. Yeah. Pump potato. Everybody buy potato. What's your favorite potato? What? What's your favorite type of potato? Okay, that's pretty much the end of the episode. We just want to say, if you're a new listener that came here because of our guest, Curtis Yarvin. Um, thanks for coming and, like, listening. And, like, listening. we're just, like, we're like just, sorry if, like, we didn't have, like, hot takes and, like, fun or other interesting stuff mm-hmm. to say. But, like, we're just, like... Don't Google who our parents are. Whatever yeah, please don't Google who our parents are um, uh-huh. or Google, like, you know, like, why we have this, like, you know, this place in... Yeah, you know, our, like why we have our platform and stuff from. like you know just leave us alone if you google Please my just, name honor just, levy parents is the first thing that other people google too and uh-huh. it's like you won't fi- if i told you the name if i told you my family's name if i whispered it into your ear in my own tongue your hair would turn white and mm-hmm. you'd never you'd never be able to put your thoughts into words again um, yeah you you'd, should you'd run out into the nice street th- barefoot one thing you could do is subscribe to school. us on patreon that'd be cool yeah i don't know if like, we, we sold it to like the gray mirror like mold mad. bug like mad fans like i don't know if they like no they're if mad they, like, they understand I, I mean what i like about like uncle yarv on his thing is like you can tell his fans are just like chopped like just like normal random people and i think like our fans like i'm not right, trying to cultivate i'm not trying to cultivate like a uh, normal people like a, a fan base that like um, wouldn't be fun to chill with in discord like yeah i like, like re- we play minecraft all together mm-hmm. and we would love like if you pay us five bucks like you can come into our minecraft realm and it's yeah. a beautiful place i really am kind of at the point where like only schizophrenic people on the internet are interesting to me now walter pierce Substack. Walter, Walter Pierce, Pierce Wiki, Walter Pierce Walter Age, underscare. Walter Pierce Redacted. <laughs> yeah, I know what that is. Okay, let's do, um, in honor of our new listeners, Honor's going to freestyle on um, Grinch Stole Christmas Trap Beat. Curtis Yarvin. Mm. Curtis Yarvin. You might think he's cool because he taught you everything you know. No, I'm just kidding, Walter. No, 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 I don't know. Um, dark enlightenment. It's like the enlightenment, but dark. It's like the enlightenment. No, I don't know. I have to restart. I have to restart. I'm trying to think of actually something funny. I like the part about the elves. Okay. All right. Them elves, them elves. You know they be working in the workshop right now. All day, all night, all day, all night. No pay. No pay, no pay, no pay. Sorry, sorry, Santa. But it's not okay. They need to unionize. They need to unionize. JK, JK, NRX, Santa. (laughs) Landy Yin. Mrs. Cl- I don't know. I like. I'm not like on like a like a. Oh wait. Uh, yo, imagine neo reactionaries went to the North Pole. Imagine one day I started posting my titties on pole on 4chan on 4chan, asking for your thoughts. I don't know. I was on 4chan lit, name searching myself. I saw some really nice stuff. They were not hating on me, but then I saw some really mean stuff. 
and they were all accusing me of posting a picture of myself shilling myself out but I never would have posted such a slutty picture of myself such a picture focusing on my butt because I'm not confident like that I'm not confident like that save it for therapy save it for therapy I actually cancelled therapy yesterday because I was like I'm that's not, not, I'm not in the state to like make anything useful out of this like happen no that's when you need it the most no I was like I was like alright thanks for listening bye Thank <laughs> you.